Denzel was there. That's a Denzel big one. Agree. That should always be the biggest. And Denzel, they go ape shit. I'm in Denzel in my life. You think you're Denzel? You think you're walking to a room full of cops with a bunch of confidence and swagger? That's what Denzel does. Denzel got the smoothest walking show business, don't he? It was an amazing experience with Denzel because he was a complete legend, you know what I mean? He's been around longer than I've been alive in a sense. And Let's swing for the fences. Let's offer it to Denzel. Okay. So for sure... So... Morbius. We're going to talk about Morbius. Yeah, yeah. Have you seen that the trailer was, yet? I just, yeah, I watched it. We I were a day out. early for it. We were, yeah. <laughs> so much dropped. It's kind of interesting. It is. Yeah, anyways. Yeah. I, I hit record. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, you did hit record? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I, don't, I do the same thing. I'll do an intro after. I right. hate yeah. sitting here making my guests be silent while I, while I talk about them in front of them. and then oh, Totally. Uh, it maybe got me more interested than I thought it was going to be before, to be honest with you. I didn't know it was coming out this early. <laughs> I, I woke up I, on Twitter. I was at work scrolling through, and all of a sudden, it's like, oh, new Morbius trailer. I'm like, excuse me? Yeah. No, yesterday was a big day for trailer drops. Um. Because you're gonna fuck around with this. Um, is this good? Yeah, yeah, you're good. yeah, yeah. Okay. So I've never done it without a headset before. So. Oh yeah. I usually you. have headsets, but because I haven't quite figured out three inputs, two are on one side and one's on the other side. So when oh, I mix it after yeah. I throw it into mono. Okay. So if we all had headphones in, I could hear both of you, but you can only hear each other. Or something. Yes. It's I've stumbled on that problem accidentally. And then thrown things and then gone, oh, stereo mono. Got it. But I have to do it after for some, I don't know, whatever. But yep. uh, I just, it's all the same recordings because I, I download it and then save it yep. so that it's the same voices. But you guys have good speaking voices, so I don't have to worry about oh. it as much. There's some people come on and they're like, well, you guys would know. Yeah, hey, you can speak <laughs> up, yeah. man. My, I think so i also have uh two games to play with you guys after sweet movie trivia and then a dc marvel trivia oh, oh one of these is gonna geez. one of these is gonna go well and one of these is not going they're, to go well. we've I'm never we've never purported to be uh movie experts yeah you guys just movie, movie fans you movie, yeah <laughs> yeah pretty much you guys run a movie podcast so you guys have made your bed and now you have to sleep in it okay? all right then it, or or to be more movie related we've made our bed and now we have to sleep with the popcorn yeah there you go <laughs> oh and popcorn in bed for yeah i'm Worst, we have right? to sleep with the enemy in it. <laughs> oh, there it is. There it is. You guys sleep with each other. Right? <laughs> uh, you guys wanted to host the show. I mean, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, but yeah, I had no way. Like, I knew Morbius was coming out. Like, I knew they were doing it, but I never heard it went into production. I never heard it was anything a sleeper about it until the trailer. Yeah, because yeah. I knew Jared Leto was gonna do it. Because I mean, the guy looks like a vampire, regardless. Like that guy was Morbius. They he was he like was a, built to yeah. They, yeah, they put him as like a the fake like, boss. <laughs> is it Boss Logic? Is the guy that does all the edits for Marvel? Uh me. Oh, I don't know. I've I've heard there's a guy. I sure, know who this guy yeah, is. Hold on. I've heard there's a guy. I, one of the guys I work with. I thought when they put out, uh, <laughs> when they had the picture of him as Morbius, I'm like, oh, they're just releasing like really, really early teasers. Yeah, like a 30 like him second. Just, yeah, him up in, in makeup or something. Yeah. Didn't realize it was a full blown. But it looks so good. Uh, and this is, I can't wait. Where is it? Boss logic. Yeah, it's. Uh... This guy. Posted oh, okay. No, I've seen this. Ages ago, I've Morbius was going to be jared leto but i think his but he picks fan casting too like two years ago he picked who blade was gonna be and then they casted him as 
Uh, oh, Mar- Marsh. Uh, Ali. Yeah. Ali Marsh. Yeah, from uh, True Detective. From not uh, Wesley Snipes. No, not Wesley Snipes. <laughs> Which, like, he did raise his hand on social media, and he was like, "Yeah, I, I, if you if you call me." I'm I'm interested, but yeah, I, I think it was some small little like a bartender. Or It'd be like, cool if there was a nod to him somewhere in it for sure. Definitely, that, that, that was that the first Marvel movie, Blade, like the original yeah. Blade trilogy. It was uh, 2001 or something. I believe so, but there it what? What was the one with Uma Thurman that was years before that was also part of the Marvel catalog that didn't really say what now? There was a there's a couple movies that are. You know what? I can't. I can't go on the record and say this, but I, I'm You're ninety. On the podcast, you're on the yeah, well, I'm Sorry, just, just I can be wrong. Um, it's an older movie from the late, mid mid to late nineties, I would say, for Uma Thurman, and I think Ralph Fiennes was in it too. He had a bowler. Blade would have been though, like ninety. 95? Yeah. Was it that early? Yeah, yeah. it was. Oh, yeah. Like the whole Deacon Frost? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was still in high school. Shit. Yeah, it was around 94, 95 for sure. You were still in high school. I was still in high school. There's was, my age. I show. was born in 94. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I love doing that to people. <laughs> uh, yeah, shit. Well, because it, it just credits the Avengers as the first Marvel movie. Let's try. Is there air you know what? <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. So the Avengers, mm-hmm. but it was a different group of Avengers. I so saw. I think it was just titled the Avengers. Wasn't there a TV show? Because yeah, like, there, there was, was like old shitty British Iron Man TV show called yeah. Avengers too. Lou, there was a fake Lou Ferrigno as the Hulk too. And oh really? I no, think, I don't know I don't that. Know. Up until Disney buying up all the rights, people tried. Yeah. People but failed. I'm super excited for Morbius because once they announced Blade, I got so fired up because Blade was like the best of all time like in my opinion movie wise like those movies still are great movies i still get amped up in that club scene in the intro oh, to the first absolutely. one with the blood I, dance the first surround sound <laughs> dvd player <laughs> system i bought i walked out of the store and i the first dvd i bought the first dvd i owned was blade and the only thing i would play to people to demo the, the yeah, new tech I, I know in this is going. Uh, surround sound is that <laughs> yeah. is the party the rave scene sandstorm yeah. yeah and then when they're fighting there's a scene like in the showers where he like throws the blade around the room and he yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah and that's the big the surround sound was like <laughs> <sighs> good lord it was so good and it was so ahead of its time too and he was so broody and just like he was there it is right there that song the root sandstorm right no it's no i don't order. think it is it's by new order oh yeah i'm thinking um, yeah I, okay i'm confused also, it might to... have got me interested in electronic music that, that that's song. So that's a good call too but uh i never seen other than robert downey jr such perfect casting oh yeah. as who the guy is from the comic books you know yeah, how amazing was it that? It was funny. He was menacing. And then what's her name leads him in there too? The former uh, adult actress. No way. Yeah, the blonde that leads him into that club. What? Yeah. Former uh, porn actress. Well, now we have to figure <laughs> out who this is. I can't remember Hold her name on. off the top of my head. But the scene opens when they're in the car, leading him into the club. I've watched this so many times. Dude, that's not horrible graphics either. It's not like bad CGI. No, it's not at all. Former porn actress. I'm so excited about it. I'm and not. And the guy that plays the the vampire sort of middle management guy here that ends up in Gotham. Oh. 
who played that yeah the, his but the deputy yeah no way that's yeah. the guy He's in Gotham, right you'll see him right here in this scene actually because he leaves him alive and cuts his arm off yeah, or something that's right? right and then his arm grows back that's where i first knew him from is this movie right here come on <laughs> yes that is him <laughs> if you look at the tv gotham's on my playload right there you now go on well, there, there's there's the first time i've ever seen him in a movie in a movie was unbelievable this. yeah you know what i always appreciate too in a movie like this and an actor stuff like that he's doing all these scenes yes other than like the extreme you know motorcycle scenes and stuff but he literally learned how to do sword fighting and, and right here this scene was the surround sound scene <laughs> There's that smile. Oh my god, that's unbelievable. I must have watched this like 200 times. Unbelievable, as if that's who that is. I had a work a work connection at the time who knew somebody who was into what worked in dentistry and would fit you with fangs. So, ah. he came by the he came by the shop one day and she was getting hers molded and I was like, "How much?" He's like, well, uh, you're a friend of a friend, so uh, let's just call it a day. And I was like, sweet, fit me. Yes. And I had my own set of prosthetic fangs. No for way, really? Yeah, they're, they're, really in, they're really hard to work with. I like, have a set of molded fangs that clip onto my teeth. Yeah, it was yeah. Like 98. <laughs> and I can sound like this all the time. Yeah. It's not very nice to talk to. <laughs> yes. What's his name? Oh, yeah, Donald Logue. Yep. That was his, maybe one of the first appearance I ever saw him in. Unbelievable. That's I would definitely classify Donald Logue as a character actor for sure. I've seen him in a lot of stuff since, and he's always that. He's one of the big, big And in guys. Gotham, he's fantastic. He's, What's he his role? Plays that, he's like the brooding, drunk. He's deputy. He's Gordon's uh, partner, partner. But he's like the Bullock. rogue cop Bullock, Bullock. that kind of, yeah. Okay. That, that skirts the law to get things done. Yeah. And, and Gordon kind of turns him to being a to, better yeah. cop. Like fly above the radar. Yeah. Though, have have as... you seen all five seasons? No, I've got like that's midway through season four, I think. Okay. Yeah. I'm two episodes left in season five. Have you watched it? I haven't touched Gotham. I I you will. Try. No, see, okay. Um, I have a, and this is not against anybody, but I just I am. I think my brain is built more for cable television. I'm a. Uh, I'm one of those people where you have to be an active watcher. So I like things that pull me in that make me think. And a lot, and, and this is just personal taste, a lot of stuff that's on public access or, or actual just normal cable. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm, I'm looking for plot holes and I'm, I'm calling it out because it's mass produced. Whereas like right now, like for example, the outsider on HBO just aired a week ago, Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. which is Stephen King's new. Oh yeah. Yeah. I watched okay, the first I, two episodes of that. Last I night. saw the commercial. Did it not just it. suck you in? It did, but it started slow. It started it slow. I like a slow burn. So I don't like a lot of stuff that's on the nose. That's obvious, but at the same time, I, I, I like shows like the office, right? Like simple. It, it, it depends on my mood, but I, I, I grab it. Gotham and blacklist, <laughs> or maybe the two network TV series that i got into that i actually gave them enough credit being on network you tv but they're still pretty I'll good give, i'll give gotham too is it's satisfying because i don't know dc nearly as well as i know marvel but seeing all those characters and then like they introduce a villain and then you google it and they're like oh wow it looks exactly like that guy yeah. like they are very comic book accurate whether i don't know whether their backstories are super accurate but you Google the picture and it's like, oh wow, that's just the guy. Well, when they have the that you think they're interested in the Joker, right, with yeah. the Red Hood gang and yeah. stuff, um, that kid from Shameless does an yeah. awesome yeah. job, right? He the does a really good job as Joker. I've Wallers. seen, yeah, I've seen the scenes <laughs> that you guys are all talking about, and I, I, I agree. I think it's great. I just, I, it, it fell by the wayside. Too much out there. Too you much know what, content. You know, I, I'm feeling the same way about The Witcher. 
I've tried three times to watch that. I've seen the first episode three times. And that's why your, your and favorite show right now. he's got such a hard on for The Witcher. Right and oh, it's, it's happening right now. And everyone does. I had... Okay, I had got those foam pads <laughs> so you can't hear anything anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you'll have a hole in your floor if I really go full. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, so... I had words about Henry Cavill departing as Superman. Mm -hmm. I was like, you know, the two Dawn of Justice really irked me. Like, there's a lot of things. Like, that's a whole podcast of why I don't like Dawn of Justice. <laughs> but um, I thought he was a great bring back to reboot the series. I thought he had all of the characteristics that embody Superman. And then he was like, "Okay, hey, I'm done. I'm out, and I'm going to go do this Netflix thing." And I was like, "Yes, Netflix is a lot easier to do, right? They throw money at you. Yeah, oh, yeah. they give you so much creative control. Literally." <laughs> So I'm like, yeah, I, I get the I get the draw. Never played the video games. Never read the books. Me neither. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Watched an episode. I, I have a spoiler. If you if you want, do you want to know how to watch it? Because there's yeah, a huge. You, yeah. Okay, so spoiler alert for anybody. Um, it is three timelines. Right. Okay. Because it jumped around a lot. Yennefer, Geralt, and Cirilla are about thirty to fifty years apart. Okay, after the, the first episode there's all of a sudden Henry Cavill and he's walking around and then he's in that Eden place or yep, whatever and yep. then all of a sudden they're in a castle and it's a little girl getting married I'm like okay Game of Thrones I didn't watch that either <laughs> what the fuck is going on now it's interesting that you mentioned that because it is Netflix's like it's their call to hey if you didn't like how Game of Thrones ended how about lend us your eyes because we've got some like the first episode in my opinion is two hours is two seasons of Game of Thrones condensed. Yeah, with, and that's kind of what I was getting. Not that I don't like Game of Thrones, but I just... I never had HBO when it came out. I tried to find it on streaming. They didn't do subtitles on streaming. I don't know what everyone's saying for the first two seasons. So I was like, well, I guess I'm never just going to watch it. It. I was in the same boat you were where I'm like... You can't watch the <laughs> Dothraki yeah, season. Like. <laughs> yeah, you do need some help I with really, that. I really, really yeah. tried to just be like... I get the idea of what's going on, yeah. right? They're like, oh, they're just going to kill this guy. Cool. I don't know who he was anyway. But, yeah, <laughs> I, I, but now I have HBO because of like the Shaw box. And yeah, shit yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. So I might give it a shot, but there's so much like Titans just came out season two. I got to watch that now. There's a lot out there these days. And I play catch up and so you got to watch this. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I think it's neat when you talk to people that have different series. Like every, there's certain series that everybody's going to watch, right? Or yep. certain movies. Yeah. It's always neat to talk to people that sort of have that like little divergence where it's like, oh, have you checked out the blah, blah. Like right now I'm watching season four of The Magicians on sci-fi. Oh, right. Really interesting show. Uh, yeah. Never it's, heard of it. It's on. <laughs> no. And you wouldn't have. It's on sci-fi. Um, what you said about sort of your cable shows, this has the sex and the swearing and the blood and the the, the free reign. They're not limited by network television. Total oh. sleeper show that is awesome. Like it really, really is good. It, is it like a guild of magicians? Am I right on that? It, it basically or breaks down to people that are recruited for a magic school that they don't know they're getting recruited. Interesting. Uh, that's called so there's Break a red Bells. Herring. Okay. Yeah, and the people get sucked in. You write this exam. You don't even know why that why you're there. Ooh. And then you get brought into and there's different disciplines of magic, and huh. the whole thought around of like black magic taking over, and they learn through their years all these different aspects of magic, all these different. That sounds like a crazy twist on Harry Potter. It's. I was going to say it's adult Ed for Harry Potter. Like Harry, it's adult Harry Potter like on steroids. Oh. That's awesome. And there's gods that come into play that nice. rule the whole thing. Interesting. And then there's god killers. And there's it's a really interesting show. I think you might have sold yeah, me. I think you might have sold me too. There's four yeah. seasons. It's oh, wow. I honestly recommend it to anybody that's got a good like 
likes a little bit of fantasy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is my wild sold on it. Those, and the yeah. characters are great. The, the, the actresses good. and actors yeah. play it really, really solid. I feel that you can live and die on a really deep concept in the fantasy realm. Like if 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 you're too too dragon or too magic or too sword yeah, fight. Yeah, take a look like at the cast of the magicians. The one female lead in it is Stella Maeve. Yes, Appleman. I think Stella Maeve. You'd recognize her from some other stuff. She's really really good. The Runaways. Just her face, like if you see her, you'd you'd one hundred percent know her. Um, and they're just really interesting characters. And it's the aspect of like, sort of you're in school, but it's like college for magicians, right? So like, the Harry Potter Harry thing, Potter like Harry Potter goes to college. So that. there's like there's magician frat parties, and oh you know, kind of thing, right? Like, what does a magician do if they're having a frat party? Well, suddenly it turns into sex and booze, and yeah, okay. you know, kind of Magic that aspect and... of it. Some yeah, magicians like cool. pass the keg, and he levitates <laughs> exactly, it across right? the room, right? Like little the god yeah. of pleasure, Bacchus no. throws big rave parties, and they you know, like, it's like <laughs> actual need magic? a condom, right here. <laughs> like actual magic, like in Harry Potter, how they like say a word and then it, something's floating, or is it like? It's it's actual magic and it's all like hand signs. So in the yeah. thing they're doing all these like complicated conjurings. Oh, like Doctor Strange. It's pretty cool. Oh, right on. Okay. Like I don't think it's cheat. It's 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 a cool fantasy realm. And there's different like there's travelers, magicians. Like that's your innate ability. So it's like you can morph yourself into different timelines and different places if you're a traveler there's people that can control time there's people that can control objects jesus there's people that speak to animals it's kind all right, of all right, cool. all right, done gonna buy yeah yeah all, all right all right how to sit dark magic <laughs> yeah. harry potter you had me at adult ed harry potter exactly okay mm. r-rated harry potter morbius <laughs> okay back to morbius <laughs> does it set up sony becoming part of the mcu Ooh, I was having this conversation this this week with a buddy of mine at work. It it is interesting because they did throw in the trailer in association with Marvel, so they're not completely forgetting that they did two movies together. Mm -hmm. But it is them, I feel, trying to stretch their legs and show we can we can play in the big boy sandbox. They showed Michael Keaton at the end. I was. Did you guys right? see yes. this? There's apparently some cutscene that there's a Spider-Man poster. There or is. Something in it. It's Sam Raimi's Spider-Man. Uh huh. And it's from one of the posters on a wall as he's walking down a back lane it's graffitied mm. so it is a little bit of a nod to the old and then including michael keaton at the end who by the way like you know easter egg um that's the same outfit he was wearing when he left um spider-man uh homecoming like well, he's still dressed in the same clothing from that movie so well, that it was is the a... outfit he was wearing in the hallway yes yeah where he runs into i don't scorpion yeah the, i don't know what that scorpion, guy's right? yeah it's so. been a been spell since i've seen it but um so we just i watched it like a week ago. okay all right <laughs> so they run into the hallway and it's like i hear you know who spider-man is and it's like if i knew who he was he'd be dead already yes oh yes, yeah yes, <laughs> yes so he's basically protecting him right there it is right there okay murderer so i i is think that's a play off of him killing Mysterio? Uh, <laughs> see, there's so... They got so, announced at yeah. the end of Far From Home? See, now, <laughs> Sinister Six. Now they're just going to make their own Morbius, Scorpion, Mysterio. Vulture. 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 They uh, have to Doc Octopus. Doc Ock Electro, right? Then that's six. Yeah. Electro would be six. But yeah. then in the con in the video game, do you guys play the video game? No. The Spider-Man for PS4? Yeah, yeah. It's Rhino, Electro, yeah. Goblin... Or Hobgoblin or... Green Goblin or Green Hobgoblin. Goblin, I can't the, yeah. remember. Uh, the, 
Mr. Negative? You're He's going got a deep white in suit and like really black skin. Uh, here, I'll find it. Uh, Interesting. But to answer you on on Sony's attempt at this, I I think after the debacle of after Far From Home, they were, you know, both walking away from the table feeling a little jilted. I think this is their uh, their play to friends, stand alone a little bit and show that they can if 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 they still don't want to give up the rights, which they won't. The money's too too good to sell spider-man to disney i really think though that they don't have to sell it just go hey disney we want to be part of your universe let's make a billion dollars together yeah. <laughs> like i don't think it'd be that hard for them to do that you know speaking from experience of having just gone to disney i think the money's too much for sony i think disney charges an arm and a leg some blood on the signature line and you're first born like we all want to see some sort of mashup there. yes I think oh venom and spider-man will be the biggest I think that's a better launch pad ever. to bring the yeah. two together than I think like Mysterio bringing in Michael Keaton at the end and all these little Easter eggs mm -hmm. is them giving you a little bit a moose bouche, so to speak. Also, MCU from Iron Man to now, they knew the plot line in 2009. They knew what was going to happen 10 years later. Right. So I what I think is happening is Sony releasing this by the time Venom 2 comes out. They'll, uh, Venom 2 will still be its own movie Venom and Carnage Post credit will be something to do With Venom and running into Peter Parker Or someone in the MCU And then two years And then the next year when Spider-Man is in there Spider-Man will face A different original uh, Sinister Six And then again post credit so they're planning, I think, three years ahead. You think they're going to do the Marvel thing where I they think, randomly drop end credits that might yeah, be two movies ahead, then, but yeah. it's happening? Yeah, I just think that's so you what know. they're doing. Because by the time, because then, like, look what, like, now that Fox owns them all, like, they could be going a bajillion directions. Well, and I mean, you've got an investigative pro pro provider, investigative reporter in Eddie Brock. Yeah. You've got a photographer in Peter Parker. Yeah. It is the, it, it's a powder keg of how they would meet. Like if they're at an yeah. event together, like it just writes really well to bring them together over their um, over their not secret identity, and then eventually turn them against each other when they yeah. find out outside of that. Like there's they, a lot of characters they've introduced too that that play into some of the story arcs, right? Like in the Spider-Man movies, Flash Thompson, who's played by the the East Indian the kid, East right? Indian yeah, kid, yeah. the Indian yeah. kid, yeah. <laughs> actually, the right? The actually, yeah, yeah. right. But later on, he actually wears the the symbiote, the symbiote suit. Yeah. Yes, in that's the comic yeah. lines, right? So there's because some interesting character, like which directions you want to go, because he's played pretty prominently in a lot of the as the antagonist to Parker. Yeah. in school, right? Like not as far as I the super was, world, I wish but he was the big jock bully though, like he was in the first one. I was kind of ah, they got to throw a, a twist on it. Yeah. I was just a little disappointed. <laughs> it's got to be the mathlete nerd. Like, you got to make him the brown kid too. I was like, come on, like you're forcing it down our throat. But he's Diversity, the, he's the man, rich diversity. he's the rich it's, prick it's, brown it's, kid. Yeah. yeah I, I I do get it, but I just, you know, for sometimes I'm like, ah, make him the big dumb bully, you know, like the meathead. Um because now that they've disbanded the Avengers, they're half of them are in space, half of them are dead or retired, and then that leaves Spider-Man left on Earth, right? I think that's him. That's kind of it, right? Thor's gone. Spider-Man's left. Black Widow's dead. Um, Iron Man's dead. Iron Man's dead. Cap's Hulk, dead. Cap's Hulk, retired. Hulk is like. Well, Hulk is, Falcon's, Falcon's going to be Cap, maybe. Yeah, that. That that and which might come from the Falcon, 
uh, series which that will they're be doing. Tough, which like, will be tough for them to do a TV series. They'll have to just like TV, like jump over and then they come back to their TV, jump over and then they come well, back. Well, what they're saying is that the, the, the new Disney TV shows are going to be... They said they're gonna them. they're gonna talk to the movies, so oh, okay, this okay. is gonna lead into this. Like the big one that they dropped was WandaVision. Yeah, is basically um, I hope don't think I'm spoiling anything. Is that Wanda brings back Vision imagine, and takes yeah. him to like a 1970s sitcom, almost yes. like an I Love Lucy yes. scenario. Well, I kept seeing sets to photo, drawn photos. But yeah, the storyboards are very and that leads yeah. to bringing by bringing him alive and then going back in time, sort of the multiverse. Apparently, breaks. The multiverse, mm. which is a storyline, the the something of M, is when Re, uh, Scarlet Witch basically cracks the multiverse, and then that leads directly into the next Doctor Strange movie. So he's got to right. repair what she's fucked up. Oh, that's really that's what and you're talking about, and, then, and that that expresses how powerful she is because yes, she is yeah. the most powerful witch in the universe. The so. Diary of M, I think it's called. And then the story arc? piggyback, uh, mad multiverse of madness. That's supposed to bring in Blade because that's going to be a sci-fi thriller, scary movie. It's supposed to be more of like a psychological thriller. So then that brings in Blade. But then now that there's Morbius, well, now there's vampires. Well, one more lane for Blade oh. to come in too, right? Like this, I just watched Far From Home, Spider-Man Far From Home yeah. a couple of weeks ago. I finally got around to it. And for the first time? For the first time, wow. yeah. I wasn't, I mean, Spider-Man, I, I like my grown-ups. I, I don't like my, like, and I, Peter Parker. <laughs> you mean you're me you don't like kids in high school? <laughs> no, I... <laughs> I just like it. It doesn't speak to me as I'm as glad an to elder. you don't like kids in tights. Yes, <laughs> for the record, <laughs> children in tights are not my thing. He's a police officer. I know he is. Okay. You want, you want great content. You're going to prison, buddy. But podcast I, host arrested on felony. <laughs> <laughs> he was found on his podcast. Yeah. Radio um, host arrested for child pornography. There's an old line already. Then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's already yeah. happened. That's 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 a couple dances around the dance floor that's in this funny. town. Uh, but the whole crack of the multiverse when Mysterio makes reference to it. Yeah. And then I find out that Mysterio is just a really good stage and special effects guy. Mm -hmm. I was like, that was a really weak place to put the multiverse line. Yeah. If it really wasn't true, like mm -hmm. it, it is like a, it, it's, it's obviously like, are you paying attention? Right? Yes, we are. We heard it. But then when it was nothing, it's like, that's not something Earth that should be a nothing yeah. burger. Right? So I, and I just, I had a hard time believing that whole staged. Yeah. With armed drones projecting. Like it's got a little ridiculous. I'm watching it knowing the end, like the second or third time I watched yeah, yeah, through yeah. it. I'm like, well, how are they doing that destruction with a drone? Yeah. 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 And like at some point. Thousands <laughs> of these things. And it, I'm uh, looking for yeah. plot holes. I mean, it's all ridiculous. Dude, there isn't but... a movie I don't go back. I'm like, oh, he laughed. Look, he's laughing in the background. Like, it's my favorite thing to do. Yeah. Everybody's looking for a coffee cup now. <laughs> you know what? Actually, I want, speaking of coffee cups, if you go back and watch Pulp Fiction. No, not Pulp Fiction. Um, Fight Club. There's a Starbucks cup in every scene because the. The person who wrote the book hates uh, Chuck Palahniuk. Yeah, he something, some preachy government bullshit. He hates that. He's very anti-government. Yeah. or something yeah. was the yeah. word, and he put Starbucks in there because everyone would notice it. And it's like he hates that everyone loves a bunch of shit like that, right? But I went back and watched it. And I'm like, there. 
Is there's a great, Starbucks mug. great Reddit subgroup on movie details. Yes. People post. Dude, really? Weird yes. Yeah. Oh, hell yes, yeah. buddy. Where do you think I get the majority of the stuff that I like when I'm looking True. for like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. my trivia days new on rock, social media? Rock stars. Yeah. All that <laughs> stuff. It's just movie details. Like the one I posted today. Well, it's pretty obscure. So, but like there's it's behind the scenes stuff. It's things you didn't know. It's stuff that happened in the writer's room or this wasn't a real part of the script. It was all improv. Like all those little things come up in that. There was one good one I watched on YouTube today. Did you guys ever watch the At World's End with Sean, Simon Pegg? Yes, actually, yeah. Frost? Yeah, when they're all no. chasing around doing the pub crawl. Yeah, doing the pub crawl, To yeah. get away from all the weird people who've turned so to some sort of in alien. The intro scene when they're all teenagers. It is a pretty good movie. Do you like, do you like those well, you two guys, Well, you know what? I right? have seen parts of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know if I've seen it start to finish. Okay, well, but... that's fine. But there's, in the opening scene when he's talking about when they're teenagers, yep. as he explains each kid in the group what he says happens at the end of the movie... Like each character description ends yeah, up how, like. So one guy, he's like um, Martin Short's character. They're like, yeah, he's a bit thick in the skull. And then at the end of the movie, he dies because he gets his head, his skull broken uh, in and stuff like that. And <laughs> it's I and I never it, even noticed that. It, it, that was good. Here, I'll see if I can find it. I gotta admit, it took a it took the sh the glimmer off you a little bit, Mike. When I thought you posted some genius thing, and then I ended up seeing it on Reddit afterwards. And yeah. I'm like, Oh, he stole I, it. I thought I thought he invented this. No, no, I I I will fully put on the record that a lot of that stuff is. I mean, and then I go search it out and see like what really good stuff would be interesting. But that Reddit feed, whoever invented it, the world's all about people taking great information and repackaging and giving it to people. Yes, right? yeah, and I'm just the copy the, and pasting, but whatever is repackaging. Curated information <laughs> yes. about a certain. But yeah, I love. Look at Apple. They're Small good at taking everybody details. else's ideas and <laughs> making them making shittier it somehow. Yeah. Though, like. <laughs> Actually, speaking of Apple, there, I saw an iPhone 12 concept that, like, obviously, I don't think it's real, but there's an iPhone jack on it. There's a headphone jack again. It's bigger than normal, so you have to get another adapter. You know what? I would, a it dongle for a dongle? Me. It wouldn't surprise me. Because you have to get two dongles, whether it's the aux jack or it's the C-type, right? Well, see, so you, you, sir... Um, are sitting with a MacBook that still has USB drives on it. You know why I got that, though? <laughs> Refurbished. Okay. From 2016. It was the same price. This is 15-inch for $2,000, like, terabyte of memory, the yep. whole RAM gig, because I'm like, okay, I'm doing movies and I'm doing podcasts. They're like, okay, you need this one. I'm like, done. I'll buy it. For $300 more, I can get the brand-new MacBook Pro 13-inch for $400 more, and I have to buy dongles for everything. Yep. I'm like, I am buying the older model and I will deal with it having like, now I can have HDMI, I can have USB. I don't got to buy 14 plugins. I spent a hundred bucks on, on adapters and dongles for my brand new Mac. You know, there's a big portion of the world where iPhones just have USB type C adapters. Cause in Europe, the European oh. union is mandated through their telecommunications that everything has to have the same adapter. Really? Yeah. Uh, them, my girlfriend bought an iPad Pro, like the brand new big ass one. This thing's a goddamn dinner plate. It's huge C type charger on it. So they've actually been mandated in many parts of the world to have the same so they can't get away with selling you dongle after dongle. And you know what's greasy piece of shit too? Tesla. They have their own there's two types of electric chargers. I can't remember the names. There's different mod like molds on it. Yep. Tesla has one. Everyone else has one. So when you buy... Well, they're like the Apple of like, the, the, the but electric car. But now when you charge your car, you have to buy an adapter or you have to buy Tesla's charger. 
Oh. Which is shitty and greasy, but there was a guy who was on Rogan who uh, has a channel remodeled. The, rem- yeah, yeah, that guy was great. It was w- really interesting episode. But he ended up finding a, a Tesla at an auction after an accident. Oh, I've seen his. He bought. He's two, got a YouTube channel. He bought yeah, two Teslas. Yeah, his, yeah, 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 yeah. One had an engine intact, no body. The other one had the body intact, no, no engine. engine. Morphed them and saved what, like eighty thousand dollars on a Tesla. But like nobody would talk to him. Like nobody would give him any information <laughs> about it. Like every time he called Tesla, they were like get fucked buddy buy one now though because he did it and got so much recognition for it tesla made him the only other mechanic who is certified to work on teslas outside of the manufacturer outside of the manufacturer wow that's pretty impressive i love hearing stories like that too right there's tesla and then there's this guy which is electric fast audio or electric fast mechanic or something yeah yeah, yeah. the name was but he's the only other certified mechanic in the world who's allowed to work on teslas with like tesla's permission Tesla's pretty good at doing crazy shit like that. Because it's Elon Musk. The guy's just a, a meme, right? Yeah, like he does it, things like he gets it, I think. I've heard of a, a few times where it's like something's happened to somebody's Tesla and they just get a free one. Like Tesla just give him another one because it got publicity for the company. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. Well, the, and the, he's he's great at marketing himself. Like, Dude, his Twitter makes me laugh so um, much. I tweeted so... my resume at him when I graduated. <laughs> <laughs> The uh, the Falcon rocket, the big Falcon rocket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Falcon heavy. Falcon heavy, yeah. <laughs> this thing is Falcon heavy. <laughs> and what, what does he call his boring machine? Like his, The his, boring uh, company. The boring company, that's that's his, it. Uh, not a flamethrower. Not a flamethrower. You, know you know what really bugs me about that? It is legit. Like, I watched some guy build it. It's a roofing torch because it's got that huge opening on it that yeah. just shoots flames because it has to melt the tar, right? And then he just built a fancy container around it. It's all and it is. Sold it for five hundred free. I have those at work right now. Oh, like see, I can go to CT Rentals yeah. and get twenty for fifth. Like for go to Princess Auto for all the parts and be <laughs> yeah. done, buddy. Yeah, we'll have a okay. knockoff. I was gonna say you just get a really cheap Chinese version. <laughs> Do you want to make? You want to start a company called the Fun Company, and then we're gonna make a. <laughs> Not a roofing torch. <laughs> Not a roofing torch. <laughs> Make knockoffs of knockoffs. <laughs> <laughs> well, did, did you? Uh, okay, we'll spiral one more time, and then we'll come back to why you guys freaking started a podcast. Sure. We have a podcast. Yeah, I think you we guys do. are more than welcome. To we have the gear. Back. I don't know how to use it though. Uh, there's not many ice cubes. That's on, okay. So, uh, and then there's another tonic water. Sweet. Um, did you guys watch? Do you guys watch Rick and Morty? I don't. I don't either, unfortunately. Okay. There was an episode where they had their whole multi-universe too. Well, I, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Sorry to cut you off, but are they not like a, a weirder, stoned, hypnotic version of Back to the Future? Is yeah, that... it's essentially what it is. It's Doc and, Doc and Marty. Okay. And Rick and Morty. Um, yeah. I love the show. Uh, that one's full there. I love the show. It's stupid. It's dumb. But their latest episode, uh, they do a spinoff of terminator but it's with snakes <laughs> so these snakes go back in time and create john connor of snake it's stupid what <laughs> just watch the clip it's well, hilarious isn't, isn't the guy fans, who you'll like it isn't the guy who wrote community he that, wrote he wrote community and he also did like adventure time and yes all that shit. yeah Dan Harmon, a lot of adults yeah exactly yeah, a lot of adult swim stuff he's Mr. Adult community swim. had some unbelievable episodes never seen that one either oh. tried to couldn't do it uh but they do an episode where they steal elon musk from a different uh, universe or multiverse and is Elon Tusk and literally he's just got <laughs> tusks but it's his like he actually voiced the character oh that's cool okay uh, this is the at world's end and then we'll get back yeah, to the real delicious. stuff this is this really made me happy because it was in the random section too I didn't even have to 
I, yeah, I have seen parts of this. And it's all of England's best yeah, comedy yeah. actors, right? It's everybody from Shaun of the Dead and Hot Fuzz and Run, Fat Boy, Run. I love their language. Was a pretty cool guy. We jammed together, chased the girls. I think he saw us as rivals. Because they fight over the same girl. Yeah, Andy. that's right. Andy was my wingman. The one guy. <laughs> oh, like playing rugby. Yeah. Okay, I yeah. see it totally. I'm not being funny, but I loved him too. There was nothing we were going to miss about school. Maybe Mr. Shepard. And see, those are things I find that, like, like the long take or having so much control of your movie you can insert little things like this like it's it's that's what can, can you figure me like when you have when you have the chair yeah, when you have yeah, the director's yeah. chair and you can do whatever you want you can start b-rolling some seriously weird things into your movie and everyone's one, like yeah that'll be a great idea oh, there's a scene in there where they run past a pinball machine and it's the same one from Shaun of the Dead See what I mean? And like, then in one of the bars there's Killer Queen playing like it's their own little universe like Kevin Smith has a universe they have a um, Kevin Smith is my dream universe. <laughs> it's funny how much. So write me into a movie, Kevin guy. Smith, please. Okay, uh, so we have to have some substance in this nonsense. All right, then. sweet. Why did you start a podcast? The hard hitting. I'm a hard hitting journalist. Here we go again. <laughs> Mark's heard this uh, too many times, have so I'll do the abridged. On previous episode, or I guess it's probably what episode it's, one. Yeah, like deep in deep in our thirty episode catalog. Uh, is uh tonic water yeah totally um is uh the story of i was planning on i was at a crossroads i i didn't know if i still wanted to stay at my current place of employment or go to school so i uh got all of the information for the red river uh collegiate creative communications program oh okay started to get into it Put my portfolio together, uh, started kind of getting into the mindset of being in this program because it's two years of hell. Like everybody I talked to was, would you've, have you done it or? No, I did mechanical engineering. Okay. So you know what Red River, yeah, yeah, you know what Red River can do to a person, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. It's very compressed and Yeah, and that's the difference between a diploma and a degree is that you do what a degree does in two years. Wh which is great in some, money. yeah, <laughs> well, except for that part, but um, you're out quicker, which for some people like me, I was like, well, well me this too. is, oh, yeah, you know, like, count you, me in. So. Uh, I did everything, got it all in, uh, stressed for a couple of weeks because after it went in, like I walked around Red River a couple of times before I actually handed in my- Is that Notre Dame or Princess? Uh, princess. Oh, okay, cool. Downtown campus. Um, so put it in, waited, 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 got an email back, very canned response. Thank you for applying. You're more than welcome to apply again, but you have been rejected. Oh, what the hell? Yeah. And like no response, like no, no, like no, why, no, why. Right. Just a, like a, like a, on a, on an email rollout. Right. Everybody mm. who didn't make it, you get the same email. So I called and asked like, why? Like, what is it that, cause if I do want to do this again, what is it that I'm lacking so I can get better at at least? Yeah. And they're yeah, like, yeah. well, uh, it, we really can't say, um, just a selection process. And I was like, it's a fucking bullshit selection process. Like I'm an adult. Yeah. I've got some experience. I can talk about it here. And they were like, well, thank you for your time. So on and so forth. Clearly ageist. 
Very much so. Which is weird because there's literally like in my program, there was if you're over 30, like you kind of just get in. That's what I thought too. I was like, like it's an advanced. No, what did they call it? Old person went back to school. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Fucker can't figure his life yeah. out. He'll probably die soon and you can, somebody else can take his job. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like advanced age placement or something, which sounds horrible. Like so like advanced age. Like, no, it's not. The guy's not senile. He's just yeah. going back to school. <laughs> <laughs> Jury's still out, man. Do you wear diapers? <laughs> Depends on Depends. where I am. See what I did there? there that is. was for you, Mark. Uh, so I love a good shit joke. I started to kind of look at the course and be like, all right, well, what was I going to do with this? Because the first year you're playing with a bunch of different worlds. You're playing in marketing. Oh, you're yeah. playing in PR. You're playing audio film, audio film, all that yeah, stuff. Yeah. And then you declare a major in your second year, and mm. then you get a project for it, and then you work that out, and mm. out you go. So I started looking at all the things and I was like, oh, podcasting. That's new to the course, right? Because it's starting to, it's the, and it's new to everything. New to everything, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. It's a 10 year old industry. It's a mm-hmm. baby. So um, I was like, well, I got the money and I got all the fucking time. So why not just do it? Yeah. Instead of taking two years to learn how to do it. You know how easy it is to start one, too. <laughs> oh, man. Like, as soon as the ball... I mean, it's extremely hard. Nobody else should try to do it. Yeah, please. <laughs> Stay out of the market. Movies goddamn interview-style <laughs> podcast. If you're from Winnipeg and it's a movie podcast, you're going to get me to contend with. No. And Mark... I trademarked we're... all yeah. movies. <laughs> I know you can't see us, but it's like Earthquake and Typhoon from the WWE <laughs> over here. Okay? If you copy and pasted each other and then just shaved one of them, you have... The same human being i'm go. the back of my head is going the way marks is going right now so um anyway so starting to go this way yeah (laughs) (laughs) depends so uh yeah i just took the money went along in mcquaid said i'd like to start a podcast please what do you think i would need Mm -hmm. it's for four people and I had an idea. I was like, gonna say, how much of the concept did you have before Long and McQuaid? Like none. Like maybe seven percent. I was like, did you know it was gonna be movies, or you just that knew, I knew? Or you like, let's get the equipment and it'll snowball from there. No, I I I have three other friends who every time we get together, that's all we talk, talk about. Shit about movies. We just yeah. talk shit about movies, and I was like, these are conversations that should be recorded, oh, if not for what dude. us in our twilight yeah, years. I feel that. Yeah. Simply, I think we've got between the four of us. Not not a single one of us has a really great opinion, but the combined opinion mm-hmm. worked really well. Yeah. So Martin Navarro was one of the first ones who I started to seriously talk about it with. My friend Aaron Dole, my other friend Steve Taylor, we kind of started it. Oh, okay. Messing up as we went, figuring out recording gear, figuring out how it works, Googling a fuck ton of shit. Cause oh, my God. My YouTube history is literally like how to use two mics, how yeah. to use three mics. Like when I had my first third guest on, I'm like, shit, I should have figured this out before I invited them over. Two girls, one mic. <laughs> <laughs> What's this about? Sorry. That's wrong my, channel. Wrong my, channel. Wrong channel. That's my incognito. Delete my browser history. <laughs> so uh, This man knows how to find it. <laughs> <laughs> we knew movies. We knew we could talk to each other, but we didn't have a premise. We didn't have segments. We didn't have any of the things yeah, that yeah, kind yeah. of slowly. So about five episodes that no one will ever hear in, we started to realize that we were arguing best of or best version of this or yeah, that, okay, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, that kind of top 10 best of mentality has been done in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. And then from that point, we started to kind of round the edges a bit and come to the idea that we were we were really good. We tripped over it. It was it was a Sylvester Stallone episode. The title of the episode is If You Could Pick Any Sylvester Stallone Character to Run a 
summer camp, which one would it be and why? Shit. <laughs> that was that was our that was our tipping point to being like this is the playground we want to be huh. in because it, it 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 ended up accidentally being we take situations from movies, actor, character, scene, genre, mm-hmm. script, whatever, what have you and apply it to like some goofy asinine real life situation and then professionally and I air quote the <laughs> shit out of that <laughs> argue it for entertainment and for education and for fun like it it and, it, and from that point on it's just been how can we take these debates mm-hmm. and 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 morph them into a way because everybody has an opinion about a movie of course yeah not every movie is going to be oscar worthy but that doesn't mean it's bad so oh, no. bring your opinion everybody has their guilty pleasures exactly right? we've even argued those um so um mark is a from a group of like another group of friends mm-hmm. Motherfucker can talk. So you guys knew each other before podcast? Yes. Okay, cool. We did, yeah. And Well, they I, wanted to take things to the next level. We, yeah. <laughs> then, uh, uh, no, I'm not. He's totally right about that. We wanted to start bringing in other, like, uh, Steve works in film, and Aaron, <laughs> I love Aaron to death, but he's just not good at researching, right? Fair, he's good at on the fly. Fair, so, yeah, and it, yeah. so I was like, okay. So we shifted some things around. I asked mark if he wanted to do a second podcast because i got a little oh, overzealous right. that, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. that was the should have known better one with another friend of ours jason so we were doing one week real debaters one week should have known better i had left brain right brain for weeks finally i was like take all your energy put yeah, it into one project that makes a lot of sense yeah and i said i don't want to lose you mark because i love spending time and you're great at doing this mm-hmm. so jump the fence come over so then it was martin Mark. He made me sign an NDA so that I didn't go out and compete against him. And then, uh... if you can't beat the competition, <laughs> hire the competition. <laughs> and uh, so and it was Mark. You guys had a medieval handshake. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Very complex. Um, there was Cut a, each other's yeah. hands. Yeah, I was gonna blood. say there was yeah, blood, yeah, yeah, some, yeah. some blood handshake in there. And so it was Martin, Mark, and me. And then Martin, who does stand-up comedy, right, started asking see, yeah. some of his buddies. So Jimmy and Chris started and to rotate in and out. Having a stand-up on this thing is never a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not, right? So it, 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 it went from my close group of friends to... A new close group of friends. To a new close group <laughs> yeah. of friends, to friends that I didn't, I, I, I've only known for six months to a year, oh, maybe. Oh, shit, wow. That's really we also cool. have discovered the formula, though, that you can't have more than two comics on a show at once. This oh, is very true. There's a tipping they, point. Then, they just riff then you just spiral forth. down. Yeah. Into yeah. This, you get into a, a riff hole, and you're standing on the outside, <laughs> of this, uh, the outside of this whirlpool, and you're like, if I go, in, we're going to go down. We're not going to come back up. So. See, now, if you want a good riff hole, listen to my last episode. Like, I don't know if you guys listen to every single one, but, man, like, that was a riff hole. Like from we beginning wait, to we're end in literally. line waiting for the release of each additional episode of your yeah. show. Yeah, you're you're subscribed to by us. We I've got I, you again, on all. I don't my... care if you listen. Just fucking <laughs> just fucking subscribe. Hit the download button. Listen to two minutes, and then if you skip to the end in the last two minutes, I think it counts as a play. I'm not sure. Perfect. But yeah, I something. Just hit the cloud little cloud button. And we're good. So then um, Martin. So if I use my oh. VPN and like. Like go to different parts of the world. Does that count as like multiple? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, <laughs> go to Brazil. I'll get over. I'll else? get you some really interesting locations. You know what's really funny. I remind me after, and we're gonna talk about it off mics. But I have a something funny for you. Oh, okay, it's about your job. That's why we can't talk about it. Martin moved to BC for work Pussy. Pussy. and Pussy. wanted to continue his stand-up career up there. So then Mark 
became a permanent fixture. Jimmy became a permanent fixture, and Chris became a permanent fixture. So now the show is the four of us, and we're trying to bring Martin back in with new technology, with yeah, calling cool. in Skype the show and, and stuff. stuff. Skype yeah. him in exactly. Um, so yeah, that's that's the short. And version. we're still develop like really every time we get together, we we think of some other yeah segment. piece of the puzzle, right? We're slowly molding things into place. Um, we go back and look at some of our earlier episodes, not to step over you, Mike. No, oh, yeah, please do. Um, like he used the example that Sylvester Stallone summer camp, mm-hmm. right? We just kind of picked that out of the blue. We didn't have the trailers of the the week coinciding with that theme. We didn't have, you know, we didn't talk about like the summer camp genre of movie, right? But that is also just developing your technology, like learning your technology. Exactly. Right? Like, that's not easy for someone who's never. So done now it going back, we we talk about that. And we're like, oh, it would have been great. Like, in my mind, I'm like, we could have talked about all the great summer camp movies. Ernest like the cheesy camp. summer camp movies, right? And that give us that would give us an outlet to discuss oh, these little sub-genres of film yeah. that are yeah, so yeah, interesting yeah. that have spurred these ideas on. So now we're going to try to tie that in going forward and get a nod to that sub-genre of film yeah, that, yeah. that interests people and, and try to discuss some of the other movies that don't play directly into to the actual episode. Because so. there, there really isn't nothing... There's so that's off limits, ideas, right? Like you <laughs> oh, can get yeah. sub, sub, sub genre if you really want to get meta about it oh, yeah. and go like super deep into like, okay, um, teen movies from the 90s featuring Emilio Estevez <laughs> and uh, shot in LA. Like yeah. if you really, we don't yeah. want to do that, but you, you can do that. episode would be three minutes long because you just oh, described yeah. one movie. Yeah, exactly. I described Breakfast Club basically. Could you, could you, <laughs> free, well, you say Emilio Estevez, my mind goes to... Uh, Mighty Ducks, right? Yeah, sure. That's that's the guy, right? Yeah, that's the guy. Could you freaking imagine Sylvester Stallone in a wet, hot teenage summer or whatever that stupid TV show was on Netflix? (laughs) Could you imagine him, Paul Rudd, Bradley Cooper? (laughs) Well, see, that's what's fun about it is that... He he would 100% be that insane cook who becomes a can of beans or something like that. That's right, yeah. That's who he would be. That's who he... But but continue. That's who he would be. but. Um, But, like, to just follow up on mark's point like now we're 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 really trying to the whole episode is about a subgenre now right so like with the bodyguard one we were like well the bodyguard one is inspired by 1992's the bodyguard that was a tough pick actually that was so many different directions you could go with that one i know to give you guys credit it is a very well structured show thank you you guys had you want to talk about this for 15 minutes then we'll go into it was impressive that it was one take that was one thing that surprised me. I thought it would be like you cut segments, you splice segments together. Yeah. Um, I mean, that also adds like we could have been there for four hours doing that. Like I could have talked to you guys for hours. Just fucking do it live. We just, and, and yeah. That's what I like too. <laughs> it's one and I, done. And, that's what I, and I can respect it because I'm not editing this. Though You think I'm going to read through this whole thing and take out the ums and ahs? Well, and it, it really, me out. it's a, it, when you say you, it's a, it's a we. Like it's yeah, it's, it's Jimmy and Chris and Mark and me but and Martin. You do most of the computer stuff. I, though, right? Yeah, I do yeah. all the editing stuff because I bought this stuff. Right. Yeah, he's the brains. And That's the, what I mean. The motivation. Yeah. And yeah it's so it's exhausting because I'm all in one and I'm not very. He's good our at Professor all. X. <laughs> I carrier uh, and <laughs> we're not, just not disabled. <laughs> we're wayward mutants. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're my obviously Colossus. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Better call. Yes, definitely. Martin is Nightcrawler. <laughs> Oh, who's who's Chris and Jimmy? Chris <laughs> would be Chris is that Chris is frog, beast. No, no, cro- Chris is the frog guy, like the gross-looking guy. Who, oh like, he's yeah, a frog, toad, 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 and then Jimmy, skinny Jimmy, Jimmy after dark, <laughs> Mystique, like, no, t- Mystique. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't put that image in my head. 
He's got giant blue tits and <laughs> no. Uh, I'll he, pay him to dress up as Mystique for yeah, Halloween. He some rubber like their mutants version of Mister Fantastic, the rubbery, stretchy guy. Because what he's six foot and a hundred pounds. Or yeah, something. soaking wet, I think. <laughs> and smells like hot dog and ketchup, from what I understand. But like, well, like, <laughs> I'm good at coming up with an idea, but I'm bad at rounding it off. So Fair. I bounce it off Mark, and once that's done, then like. Martin's always there to kind of help yeah, in, see in that group chat. Yeah, he was a lot of like the kind of making the rule, helping making the rule. Yeah, like he sees it from that perspective because Mark's got a really good eye for what someone would want to listen to. Fair, oh, being a comedian. It, well, no, Mark, not yeah. Chris. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. my superpower is I'm able to to walk the 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 public opinion line Fair. where other people go into their own interests. You know, some people, Jimmy really falls down the horror subgenre and you know whenever uh, uh, not a topic comes up he always comes up with an obscure version of something right because he really knows that area i don't know the obscure i know the but as a as a comic too like you got to test the bit exactly right? you know what i mean like i'm the common man i know what the, yeah. the populace is gonna he knows be what the people want in. yeah exactly you and pitch, keeps you pitch magician really well so i mean i believe it <laughs> and like when he said like you put three comics in the room and you start to go down a worm like a wormhole Mark is very good at being like, all right, children, come back, come, come, <laughs> yeah, come. The, dinner's on, come back, and you know, yeah. The... Well, not so much, yeah. but just like, yeah, literally, the hook is, is out because I can get on a tangent, like I, I can go and go and go well, and go, and then I forget us, that other people are gonna. It took us forty three minutes just to talk about your podcast. So. <laughs> um, yes, uh, so yeah, that's that's really how it came to be, and we're like we're super excited to do it because it's limitless. There's no like it's not a it's not a single bit. Mm-hmm. It's got legs. Like as soon as something new comes out, all right, let's cool. let's circle around that. And then there's the classic arguments that you can have. But at the end of the day, we want it to be for people who love movies. I don't care what you love. You don't have to be mm-hmm. hard in the paint. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be a Siskel or an Ebert. Just come talk with us. And you guys right? are entertaining too. Like I say, like some episodes, like the debate, maybe I don't get the debate as much or something, but you guys talking about it makes it interesting. So it's an easy listen, whether I like the topics or not, or like the trailer, maybe it's a bad trailer. Yeah. You know, I don't give a shit about the movie. You know what I mean? But it's like, cool. Either skip, hit the 15 a couple times or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then you get to the meat of it or just listen to it. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. And we were like, okay, so how do you talk about what you watch? Well, you just ask each other, what did you watch last Literally week? Literally how, what did you watch last yeah. week? Yeah. I like the segments. They're very, we like to think of ourselves as a, a podcast. You just put on when you're, Doing the dishes, right? Yep. In the background. It's, yeah, you don't sit down and focus on our podcast. Nope. You're, nope. The, nope. you're the office of the yeah. podcast. Yep. We're the elevator music of podcast. <laughs> 100%. I am not expecting you to walk away going, oh, wow, I feel better for having to listen to that. Yeah. I want you to laugh. I want you to think, wow, that guy was an idiot for coming up with that debate. Or, wow, I thought that too. I just, you know, I want a smile on your face when you're done. We all want a smile on your face yeah. when you're done listening to us. So. And maybe in the back of their mind, you go, hey, you know what? I'm going to revisit this movie or I'm going to check that's, out this. That's the other thing, too. It's like, oh, man, like, I bet, like, uh, count, like, when I mentioned Countdown, if I can get one person to watch that movie. Perfect. You know what? And funny thing, just yesterday, I, I flick on uh, my Cody box. What's on the countdown first page? Countdown. countdown. Really? <laughs> yeah. I haven't watched it, but it, it's there. I see it. It is worth it is worth the watch. There like, you go. It's see, not, and I would have never thought of it. It's right? on my rewatchable meter because, like, Lataki, you know who that is? Yeah, Brian, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. He always debates things as are, are how high up are they on his rewatchable meter? Countdown is on there only the Tom Segura moments, though. Oh, okay. Because they're that goddamn funny. <laughs> they're hilarious. Well, I feel that, like, after what you said about it, I took a little bit of a, a look into it. Because after all these guys tell 
after whatever we talk about, mm-hmm. I'm always like, oh, well, okay, because you can't know everything. No, yeah, right? exactly. Um, but I I firmly feel that Tom Segura was the comic relief. Like, just he he knew the producer because that guy's a genius behind the mic. And he's also like in real life. If you listen to his podcast and comic and stuff, he's a bit of a dick. And in the movie, he's a complete dick. So it's like it's fitting, and he does it really well. Like it comes typecast. It yeah. comes too naturally to him, you know. Like, uh, so. Are there new segments you guys are going to try and start working in, or is it kind of is this the 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 format of the show? Well, for we the have next two foreseeable, foreseeable future. We have two format. We have two show styles, mm-hmm. which I like. Mark said you copy from other people. I took mm-hmm. from Dak Shepard, where he's a got great podcast, armchair yeah. expert, yeah. and then armchair expert, expert on experts. Mm-hmm. So um, I've got a bunch of them. We just haven't really had a chance to. What's your What's your favorites right now? Just for people listening, I love. The would you rather? I'd like to do that as much as possible, where you just do a bunch rapid of fire s- rapid fire would you rather questions, where you're you're pinning like, like for example, that was one of you, the games I had for you guys later, but I switched it out last minute. Would you rather have to square off between the Alien Queen or the Worm from Tremors? Right, like oh, those sure. kinds of. So they're they're pulled from movie lore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're not easy to answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Neither one of those is a fun play date. Um, we've got an impression. The Worm from Tremors is a shit. It's yeah. Got fucking Kevin right, Bacon. And, and that's the case, though, where somebody just goes, oh, yeah, Tremors. I got to go. You know, I should check that I out. I think again. they just came back on right? Netflix, to be honest, I think. And th- that's what we hope to get. We want to get people re watching some of those old movies, yeah. right? We're, we're technically, I guess, and you were saying it the other day, a, a, a movie history. We fall on. <laughs> uh, we, it's, it's weird because we never tried to, but a great, you know, a great accident. Happy accidents, mm-hmm. right? Um, we're trending on Apple as a movie history podcast. No way, really? Because we pull from, and like Apple put us there. We didn't, like I don't have movie history as a tag for anything. So huh. we get lumped into that category. Uh, by the way, we're at number 13. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but we get lumped in that category and it's great because we do go back to 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s, 2010s. Like it's 50 years of movies we're pulling from. So technically I guess we do fall under movie history well not even that too like when you had the movie debate like uh chris picked his what speed was from the 90s yep late 80s yeah mine was mid 2000s yours was a few years ago. mine was about 10 8 10 10 years years ago ago, yeah i don't remember what was your pick uh django so yeah again like two or three four or five years ago like it's anytime you guys post a debate and i'm like commenting right away either i know that movie right away or I'm literally at work going, what, what was one? Shit. Oh, the groomsman one. I literally typed in dumb buddy comedy movies. <laughs> and I'm scrolling through and I'm like, oh, yeah, these are the guys that are going to do it. Like, And then that's, you know, 21 Jump Street was like, oh, perfect. Well, and, and like things like Red Letter Media and the like where they really talk movies. We're all laymans. By no means are we professionals in, in any way, shape, or form. We don't write columns. We don't have online blogs. What I like about the most is that I don't we're have approachable. To, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you don't have to have. You know, I'm I'm trying to convince people who I'm, who I know, who are like, mm, I don't know if I could do your show because your show. I'm like, well, what do you like? And we'll Let's make it. Try and make we'll it. We'll work so it around it, that. Yeah. And yeah. Like, because I don't want you to feel that you need to argue sci-fi when you when, don't even like sci-fi. When romantic yeah. comedies are your go-to. Like, I mean, that would not make fair. for an interesting arc because then that kind of puts them, they could be thinking outside the box, right? We had my girlfriend Chrissy come on and do an episode on motivational speeches 
in she, her thought what was movie character she loves, would give you a motivation. She loves speech. motivational speeches from sports movies specifically. Oh, you know, yeah, yeah. like the coach that spurs on the team. And, you know, because she's a huge sports fan. So she, we worked with that idea and kind of developed the, the motivational speech. But, again, taking it to to common day and you had to come up with, well, which speech are you going to use? But for which group are you trying to motivate, mm-hmm. right? Not your just typical, well, everybody's got a, a football team. Yeah. Well, no, in this case, well, I'm trying to motivate my sales crew. You know, my or... sales crew or my kindergarten class or, you know, something interesting. This one got me fired up way too many times. The oh, Al Pacino. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Never seen the movie. Footballs won by inches. You fight for that inch. You fight for that inch. Dragged in a goddamn twenty-seven inch <laughs> tube TV with a VHS <laughs> in the bottom. We had to rewind it after we were done. Like we we all leave. The coach would sit there and rewind it to the start of the speech. He would drag it in again, got an extension cord, and we'd listen to, oh, my God, is it ever good. And this is the beauty of movies, right? It's you never have seen the movie. You might not be able to tell me who's in it besides Pacino. I can almost but you know do that speech, speech almost word, word, word for word. word. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> totally. And it's a it's one of my favorite fucking speeches of all time. I'm going to listen to it again. Like know. when Jamie Foxx raises his hand at the end, and he's like, what are you raising your hand for? And he was like, you were the only one, coach. Didn't want you to feel bad. No, sorry. <laughs> LL Cool J does that, not Jamie Foxx's character. But uh, yeah, it's it's just designed to be, like you said, approachable, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Are there any debates you guys you really really want to do but you haven't done yet? Like ideas you haven't workshopped yet or anything? We have like fifteen, twenty constantly going at all times, just so that we can just if not like we know not every single one of them is going to play out to the you know they're not all going to be tens because well you workshop it until yeah. it's a ten right you massage well, yeah. it until it's a until it's a but ten. We, we're really workshopping the one that Jimmy keeps pushing. We're we're trying to workshop some sort of version of contestants in a running man scenario. Oh, the cool. sort of the surviving who the would, game. Who podcast. would you put in there? Or some version of that, right? Yeah. So in in the the vein of of running man, death race, surviving the game, you know, all Great those kind movie, of though, survive. That's the right? one with uh, the, what's the rapper's name? Uh, Ice T. Ice T. Right. You know, yeah. in the idea of like the hunting human genre, basically, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. It's something Predators. with that. We're trying to. We're workshopping that right now, and I'm kind less of predator, more um, humans. Uh, oh, uh, Katniss Everdeen. Why can't I think of the name of Hunger it? Games. Yeah, Hunger, Hunger Games. Games like scenario, right? Yeah. Battle to the death. So is to it survive. what character would you? Or if it was you and one other person, who would you survive with? This is what with, we're workshopping. Yeah. We don't know whether we take take a, uh, a character from another movie genre, mm-hmm. and who would you pick to be your what your star in the in the Running Man? Or, or who the, would be right? your, who would be your eye in the sky telling you what to do? Yeah. So, or so are you, you doing it, and you think you can do it? Because another one popped up last weekend: the Fight Club debate when Brad Pitt and Edward Norton say, "What famous person would you fight?" Well, that's a fucking debate in itself, right? Like, who do you think? You guys want to do a mini one? I actually want to do that debate. Can we do a mini debate? <laughs> sure. Whatever you want, you want to hijack K. Who would you fight? And who do you think you would win against? Because I could fight The Rock, but he's going to one-punch me and I'm in a coma. But you'd be famous for it. <laughs> like Logan Paul. <laughs> <laughs> who would I want? Okay. okay. I think you could take Zach Galifianakis, but I think that's because you kind of look alike and you're built the same sort of. <laughs> Portly and furry? If we got too close, I think our beards would light on fire. It'd probably be a, <laughs> all that friction, all that friction, all that rolling yeah, around, all that rolling around. Yeah, he'd tickle um, you and you'd piss yourself and laugh so hard. Like just off the top of my head, from 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 anything, I really think, like, I, 
Like if you were in Cartoon Celebrity Deathmatch from way back when on Cartoon oh, Network, yeah. remember oh, that's that such show? A claymation that was so mm-hmm. much fun. Um, I think. Oh, I can tell you who I want to fight. Okay. As opposed to who I think it's I. It's because you don't beat. like them, or. Yeah, I, I want to beat the shit out of Steven Spielberg. <laughs> <laughs> Why for for giving up on the Star Wars franchise? No, not so much for giving up on the Star Wars franchise, but just for being an old grouchy guard of new of old cinema and new cinema. Like oh. the hypocrisy of shitting on Netflix a year or two ago and then jumping on Disney Plus's bandwagon oh. and making a new show for a streaming service. I'm like, well, just be like Netflix was beating you mm-hmm. clearly mm-hmm. and now you're partnering up with the big ones. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. so I would like to give him a couple ball punches for that. I mean if it's people you want to fight, I'd love to just punch out Martin Scorsese for talking shit about the MCU. Right? So <laughs> that's an easy one. But he's like eighty seven. Like that wouldn't be but he's yeah, you'd get into cancel culture then, though, buddy. Yeah. Nobody would listen to this podcast after you beat the shit out of him. <laughs> what about you, Mark? Who I'd do you want to Marvel podcast though after that? That's true. I would I would I would want to fight Chris Hemsworth for making Black Hat No, for making Black Hat the shitty hacker movie when he should just stay to being Thor. Because that's from my nerd tech side. I'm like Go away, Chris. Do you Hemsworth. think you could beat Chris Hemsworth though? Helmsworth? Have you? Yes. <laughs> See what happened? I, I did. I could beat Chris Hemsworth. He lives <laughs> just back. three yeah, streets yeah, over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Hems- Hemsworth. Hemsworth. And you know what? When Chris Hemsworth isn't jacked up for Thor, he's not that big. He's got movie muscles. You see him in Ghostbusters. Like, I could take Ghostbusters cabin Hemsworth. In the woods before yeah, he I really take, got jacked. I could take that Hemsworth. Cinderella Hemsworth. He's got the pretty boy muscles, not yeah. the, the ones that count. You would actually. That reminds me. You said Cinderella. <laughs> Chad Michael Murray. I think I could kick the shit out of him. I think we're the same buildish. Like if he was One Tree Hill, Chad Michael Murray, and then I just we fought like that, or like Christian Bale and the fighter, frail and <laughs> not you are not the, Batman the, Christian Bale, but the mechanic Christian Bale. You not Bruce Wayne. <laughs> I'd like to get my ass kicked by Statham. Does that count? <laughs> Tom Hardy in the world. I think that would be a badge of honor. <laughs> if I could pick a person to kick my ass, it might be Statham. There's there's a movie with Vin Diesel called Knock Around Guys. Have you guys ever ever no, seen it? Heard of it, haven't seen it. Seth Green. Oh Jesus. Vin Diesel. Um a couple other no namers. It's about a group of guys who are all sons of gangsters and they wanna take on a job for one of their fathers and they fuck it up royally. And they end up losing a bag of money in this small town. So they got to fly to the small town to find the bag of money. And they realize that the easiest way to find the bag of money in the small town is to find the toughest guy in, in, in town mm-hmm. and then beat the shit out of him to prove a point that like you're prison. tougher. <laughs> so Vin Diesel <laughs> walks in, takes off his shirt, and he's got movie muscle. Like he's he's three times the size he normally is. Well, he's five foot six and 210 pounds. So <laughs> Walks up to the, to the biker in town. And he was like 25. And he was like, 25 what? He was like, 25 fights guarantees you being a tough guy. The first five or ten, they hurt. After that, it's nothing. And then he, I implore you to watch the scene because he beats the fuck (laughs) out of this guy. Knock around, guys. And it is one of my all-time favorite fight scenes because he gets up when he's done, kind of wipes his hands together looks over shoulder walks back and lays another 10 punches Jeez. and then gets up again and then drops another couple and walks away up, i might want to john, fight john malkovich i, I might want to fight vin <laughs> diesel i'd take i'd go toe-to-toe with dominic toretto 
I th- I would. <laughs> that's actually a really good fight, man. Like now that you mention it, like if you each had gloving, like boxing gloves on, yeah, like, like yeah. headgear and some lightweight gloves. Like, like you probably got about six and a half inches on them. Yeah. Oh reach. yeah. I, I'm six yeah. one, like two fifty. Yeah. That's a thick. That's a that's thick with two C's right there. Yeah. No, I I I I don't know. I would pay money to see that. I don't know where so that would. He's be. got the shaved head. It would work. It works for celebrity deathmatch. I'm fighting. <laughs> Chad Michael Murray in One Tree Hill. Pretty boy. I see York. you fighting, uh, what's his name from Goon? Oh, uh, Sean William Scott? <laughs> oh, no. Or Jay Parashaw? Sean Parishaw? William Scott. That's who I see you fighting. <laughs> Dave, James Franco or Dave Franco? <laughs> Jonah Hill. Slap oh. him yeah. Skinny Jonah Hill. Or, um... Oh, he was a boxer. Uh, bleed for this. Oh, I know who you're talking about. He's um, a drummer. Yeah. Oh, good lord. Google it. Google. Uh, no, no, we have to no we're gonna do. Okay. All right. Um, I know the movie you were talking about where he was a drummer. Whiplash. Whiplash, which won an Academy great Award uh, for Best Supporting movie. Actor. Oh, um, did you see Whiplash, Mark? I have not. It's uh, about a kid who gets a new Juilliard. I hate oh. doing that thing where like you gotta watch it, but yeah. like these are movies that like. It's un- they're award-driven movies yeah. right and uh anyways he gets into the school and he the the teacher is just a, a maniacal it's a human jk being. no jk simmons jk simmons he's oh, okay a lunatic oh i'll have to put that on my list yeah definitely a lunatic if you don't even watch the whole movie just type in like whiplash best clips and like just watch the 20 minute montage um but uh, back to you were saying about uh, different segments mm-hmm. for yeah, yeah, the yeah, show yeah. and stuff. We've got a uh, we've got another one we want to work on where we each tackle an impression on the spot. So we just randomly name oh, generate an actor and a character, and then we have to impersonate them on the show, and then best impersonation wins. No way. Um, like I've uh, there's there's five or six that I just came up with over the Christmas break, so we haven't really had a chance to work them in. But we have another series that we do, which is more serious. Like the debate stuff is where we get to cut and let loose and. And have some fun, but Miles we, Teller, uh, Miles fucking Teller. <laughs> you know why I know that? Why? Project no, Project X. Project X, where the Project house, X. Where they... No, no, they're in the grocery store, and they go, "Oh my god, that's Miles Teller," and he's literally in the grocery store, and then he says he's going to a party, and it's their party. Yes. Um, go play some catch. But we do another episode called Real Talk. Right, right. Where and we that's every third episode, every every fourth? third once a like whenever we whenever we can get somebody, and that's more this style where that's, you just shoot the shit for an hour and then exactly. And um, it looks like we got some really good ideas if they come to fruition. They did actually today about they, delving into some people in the movie local movie industry and oh, cool. really like digging into the real side of things. Yeah, so um, we're we're working on it for February. She just emailed me back today. Um, I we're going to through your connections probably. Yeah, yeah. Through work connections and stuff and a lot of pandering, <laughs> yeah. but, uh, we're going to be sitting down with the, uh, CEO and the, uh, chief finance officer Man- for Manitoba film and sound. Oh, cool. So we're going to talk to them about the history of film in Manitoba and how Manitoba has got on the map, how our crediting system here works for tax breaks, oh, who shot so here. Cool. Yeah. So we're going to sit with them for as long as they want. And they're going to tell us how film started in this province. And then I want to sit down. Uh, there's a couple other people I don't want to n- name drop too oh, hard. Right, we but... started with was uh, the stuntman. The first yeah, one? I have a friend BJ Vero who does stunt work. So we have an episode all about how doing stunt work on a set 
works, how they set it up, all the things that go into making a stunt happen. When is that? That one's already We've up. We've done it. We yeah. did, did it. You? We did okay, it. Yeah. Shit, I got to go yeah. back then. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to, okay, then I'm going to get his contact info because I want him to. Sure. That's yeah. super interesting. He owns his own production studio. Excellent. Um, he's an actor. Mm-hmm. He's a director. He's a producer. Uh, he's predominantly a stuntman right yeah, now. Yeah, he was yeah. in Sudden Death 2 that they filmed here. Um, which was, is the follow-up to the Van Damme sudden death that they was did. Was there... Okay, John Wick 1, the house he has. Yeah. Shot in Winnipeg? No. No. I no. heard a rumor it was. Keanu Reeves shot a movie in Winnipeg? Yes, but that was something Siberia. else. Siberia. Siberia. Okay. Yes. I, someone told me a buddy of mine owns Fit Body. Okay. Not the Not the Fit Body boot camp, but kind of like a... He took it and changed it or some some shit like that. He said one of his clients owned the house that they shot that movie in. But I, I guess he's oh, horseshit long. Yeah, no, that... Well, okay. I mean, I can see how that could maybe extrapolate. Like somewhere in the Keniston, like that rich tuxedo area. There are houses that are owned by certain studios and certain oh, people oh, yeah. oh, who yeah, rent yeah. them out to the movie people. So maybe he owned the house that Keanu Reeves was staying in while he was oh, in Winnipeg. okay, yeah, yeah, okay, And okay. then through telephone, it may have... Because... There's John Wick was in Iowa. Yeah, yeah okay, right. Okay, so, yeah. I mean, up and down Wellington, there's two or three of them that are oh, just... It's totally like how yeah. Samuel Jackson stayed at my place. Yes, exactly. Uh, yeah. yeah. Which we talked about the last week, too, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, Christopher Lloyd was uh, in town. We had dinner. Basically, stayed at my too. place. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For all intents and purposes, Samuel Jackson slept over. <laughs> this is his toothbrush. It's in the package. We haven't yes. cleaned the bathroom Prove since he isn't. stayed here. Uh, what's the debate up... Because uh, this comes out on Sunday. So your episode comes out Monday. Um, will so there be one Monday? There will be a real talk, actually. Okay, okay. Where okay. me and him are sitting down with a friend of ours who's got about 18 years in the audiovisual industry. Unbelievable. He knows everything and anything about setting up a home theater. We're talking home theater and the best way to consume your media at home. Shit, that's yeah. actually like such a good little like every few episodes to just do like, uh, oh, here's something else we do. Yeah. Because you can only fit so much into two hours, right? Well, and it, it's not exhausting, but it is time consuming writing something that you hope transposes well that people want to listen to and we're talkers before we're trying to be funny before anything so i didn't want to forget that what me and mark did in the other show with our friend jason i was like we did that really well how do we yeah how do we tie that in and i was like well a lot of like rogan does his fight companion right right? same idea dax does his armchair expert on expert so i'm like let's just do this and see where it goes it's kind of what i do here with my solo episodes every now and again like every once in a while I'll just throw in my own episode well, and it keeps you entertained with what yeah. you're doing right and then you're my not... brother starting one that's like you ever listen to 10 minute podcast with will sasso brian callen and crystalia i listen will if, sasso? if yeah. you're ever I, goddamn I, I, bored it's hilarious funny story i know will sasso's ex-girlfriend no way, really? Yeah, she was from Winnipeg. Yeah, I unbelievable, some, really? Yeah. About that in, cool. She want to come on the podcast? <laughs> I know a bunch of ex. That's my claim to fame. I know, I know Chris Jericho's ex girlfriend because he grew up in my neighborhood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> say, yeah that's a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he knows all the proxies. Ex girlfriends. Yeah, well, I don't small, know if it gets me anywhere, but small, not small world, but like uh guy I used to work out with at the gym was from North Battleford's and. Alberta, Alberta, yeah. and Saskatchewan. Well, it's like, yeah, Alberta. Thor, half Thor Bjornson. Yep, his girlfriend's from North Battleford, Saskatchewan, ah. or North Battleford, whatever. Uh, oil, the oil town, or whatever. Yes, uh, Fort Mac. Fort Mac. Yeah, she's from Fort Mac. Fort McMurray. Yeah, they went to high school together or some shit, and then all of a sudden he just goes on Instagram. And he's like, huh. 
she's dating Thor. <laughs> oh, that's and, cool. Yeah, and he's like, bullshit, I dated her. <laughs> and then now he's like, well, I guess I'm never going back to that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think I've got the means to get that one back. <laughs> uh, okay, so let's play some games. Sure. All right. So I got a quick one here, and then the other one I haven't really looked into it too much. Okay, so this is actors who have appeared in both Marvel and DC. Oh, oh boy. I was going to do an episode about this. Well, I did it on one other, like, Latakis we did it, and okay. it was mind-blowing some of these actors. That were All right, like, let's yeah. go. Okay. I'm going to name the actor, and you tell me their Marvel character and their DC character. <laughs> All right, hang on here. Either people are going to listen to us from this point on or they're not. Yeah. <laughs> this is the make or break moment. If here. you need to know who it is, I'll bring it up. All right. Because uh, right. some of these are a little weird. Obscure. But well, me and, yeah. me and Mark are from an older generation where we used our brains before we used technology. So let's let's. And try some to... of these movies are a touch older. So you might you okay. might know. Like in touch older, I mean like mid 2000s. We're a touch older. We're a touch. <laughs> ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. Would you go? Are we alternating? Just, yeah, if you guys can do it as a combo, whoever gets it first, maybe bonus points. I'm not keeping scores. Daredevil and Batman. I was Daredevil, Batman. <laughs> bonus points. <laughs> bonus points. What did he cameo in? He. Uh, I know Matt Damon cameoed in Thor. No, no, just Ben Affleck. What, what did the he? Fuck did Matt Damon get? Uh, uh, I'm not. I, it, 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 they gave him credit for it. I wasn't sure if they did or not. I'm out. Don't he know. was on Suicide Squad. He oh. took Harley Quinn out of the water as Batman. Oh, he okay. as Batman. I'm not sure if that misled you guys, but he was. Okay. They gave it. No, I just never finished Suicide Squad, <laughs> so I, I think that's right. that's my that's my uh, my mulligan. All right. <laughs> if you guys know who this is, uh, James Marsden. James Marsden was you know Cyclops in X Men. Yep. What the fuck was he in DC? What the hell was he? All I got is Cyclops for you, buddy. I can picture. I'm him not too. even sure if it was like here. I'll show you. I'll show you the guy, and maybe you can remember him. Uh, like, is he is he credited not, with a with a role? A, it's accredited as a role, but I'm okay. not 100 percent sure if he's actually like. It's a, it's a superhero character. He was just in the movie, for some of them. Yeah, all I got is I Cyclops. can't picture. He's just in Superman Returns 2006. You're as totally right. He's Lois Lane's boyfriend at the time. Richard White. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. So some of them are like that. They're in the movie, but they're not necessarily a superhero. Uh, a bit of, I know the a scene bit when he realizes track. that his son is not his son. No way, really? Yeah, there's a there's a scene when so. Lois is being uh, attacked by uh, Luther, and there's a piano in the room. And all of a sudden, the little boy grabs a piano and throws it across the room at a bad guy. And then she looks over at him and she's like, okay, you're clearly not no way. Richard White's kid. Unbelievable. That's and he's good. just sitting there shocked that he could do it. Uh, this is an easy one, Ryan Reynolds. Uh, Deadpool and Deadpool. <laughs> yeah. Deadpool, Deadpool. Cameo Deadpool. Green Lantern. Yeah. Uh, Blade, yeah. uh, <laughs> <laughs> Blade Trilogy or Trinity. Trinity. Yeah. Uh, what else? Bonus points. What was his character's name in Blade Trinity? <sighs> the I sound of I don't know. <sighs> yeah, I don't know that. Hannibal, yeah. Hannibal King. That one got all tied up in Deadpool too when he said, "I just got to tie up some loose ends," and they, they do the end credit scene. <laughs> he kills Hitler. <laughs> Shoots, shoots that shitty Weapon X Weapon X And then kills real Ryan Reynolds for Green Lantern yeah. um, Chris Evans I'll be impressed if you can guess The this. Human Torch Captain uh, America you know, What's his DC movie? Oh, DC 
see. I'll be super impressed. I had I don't know what this is. I don't know what this one is. Is it early in his career? Give me that. 2010. 2010 DC movie. So pretty early for Chris Evans. <sighs> yeah, no, Human Human Torch and, and Captain America the, the only losers. That's a DC it's credit is DC. You're right. It wow. is. I, you know what? I saw that on a fandom page recently. You're right. It's, it's a graphic novel. I think. Oh, okay. So like, Watchmen I don't, yeah, I don't think it's, I don't think it's, it's like one graphic novel, That's but their credit. So I, okay. Oh, interesting. Idris more, you know. Elba. Idris Elba was in Thor. Mm-hmm. Um, help me out here, Mark. Um, I just blanked when you, uh, Heimdall. Heimdall yep. in Thor. And There's one other Marvel and one DC. Well, he's in the new Suicide Squad, if that counts for DC. Uh, he's going to be in he? it. Yeah, he's in Okay, it. they didn't credit him as that. He's also in The Losers. Yes, he is. So, but again. Do you want to know a little uh, tidbit about Idris Elba? Sure. He did a TV show called The Wire on HBO. I've heard of The Wire, yes. He played a character called Stringer Bell. <laughs> he knew going in that his accent was going to be a problem. Mm-hmm. It took the casting director, the director, and the producers three auditions before they caught the accent. That he was, faked it. He faked it. Wow. He used he, that, that thug accent he has as his character. He's, yeah, the, he walked in talking to them like that, and he walked out talking like that because he wanted them to know that his accent wasn't going to be a problem. Did he talk about that on Hot Ones? He's talked about it on a lot of things. Hot Ones, I think, because now He did talk it, about it on Hot Ones, I was going to say, I yeah. think that's because it sounds familiar because he yes. did the accent he did on Hot Ones, I yeah. think. Like, they, they... Yes. He says that... Sean Evans is also an unbelievable interviewer. <laughs> <laughs> stupid good that's i can't believe it. him and it's always like him and nardwar like i can't oh. believe, i can't believe you knew that yeah nardwar just goes for shock value yeah and, right up the middle and sean here Evans i'm is, gonna give you this album that your father made 50 years ago yeah what tell me the title track yeah uh lawrence fishburne lawrence fishburne um there's a few marvel they th- this list isn't can't be that new because there's one movie off of it like ant-man's not on here what I, I can't yeah i'm i don't i'll give you a hint he was the voice he wasn't a character he was the voice of a character in an mc and this isn't the marvel cinematic marvel properties oh boy i feel that denzel just wanted to shut yeah up, he's shut just trying down. to trying to screw he's like oh you now. think you guys do movie podcast eh? <laughs> <laughs> i'm just the hard-hitting general journalist here the you're investigative the, journalist. You're the Eddie Brock. I yeah. get it. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. All right. Uh, I, I, I would not know I don't his... got it. Well, let's rapid fire this. What is it? Yeah. Uh, he was the voice of the Silver Surfer. Oh, geez. I would have never known never that. Never caught I yeah. actually did know that only because I watched a video and the guy who was the body double uh, was like the body double of every horror movie ever. Oh. Something. Tall, skinny, lanky guy. That was a horrible and he was also in Man Superman. of Steel, Batman versus Superman as Perry White. Yes, I he guess was. Is, a, is that a yeah, journalist or something? He's the head of the um, uh, the Metropolis oh, Times okay, or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Natalie Portman. Thor? Yep. And uh, they credited V for Vendetta. V for as Vendetta is a DC, DC movie. Yeah, it yeah. is. Yeah, it is. Uh, Hugo Weaving. Hugo Weaving, yeah. Yeah, no, I. I V for Vendetta. V for Vendetta, yeah. He, he was literally V. And then... That opening sequence when he actually is introduced to her and he uses every word that starts with V when he's... It's See, like it's a, you it's guys like, know these movies just when you're <laughs> on the spot. It's like, oh, I don't know. It's, well, no, it's because I never... I, I, I go you for... You never think of V for Vendetta as a DC movie either. 
You don't, but I also know it's a graphic novel because I was in McNally Robinson a couple weeks ago oh, thinking yeah, about yeah. buying the Watchmen re-release, and I was like, oh, V for Vendetta. And I still know. post a picture of me wearing a Guy Fox math every, every, <laughs> every November 5th. Every, uh, remember, remember. <laughs> Josh, the 5th of November. Josh Brolin. Josh Brolin. Oh, God, so Cable. Are you guys in any Thanos. rush to get out of here? No. no. Okay, no. We, we're in an hour and 20. <laughs> I just, yeah, no, no, man. Uh, cable, cable Thanos, Thanos in MC. Yeah. And, and uh, this is an obscure one. It's always the DC that are obscure, unless they're obvious DC picks. I don't have anything for him in DC, just Marvel. The Goonies. No. <laughs> <laughs> Men in Black. Jonah Hex. Oh, Jonah, Jonah Hex. Hex. He was Jonah Hex. Oh, he was. Yeah, he was. That um, came out right around the time of Cowboys and Aliens, too. Like, that was right around I that, that movie. Yeah, yeah, I didn't hate it. Uh, Michael Fassbender. Uh, Marvel, he was X-Men. He was also in Jonah Hex. Oh, interesting. He was also in 300, too. Um, um, this one's cool. So, Digimon Hansau? Oh, one. yeah, um, from Gladiator. Um, oh, oh, yeah, he's... Uh, um, he's in Guardians of the Galaxy. He's in Guardians of the Galaxy, you're right. Yep. And... Old one. Oh, he tries to stop Star Lord from the getting the it's power a, stone a, or space stone. He's also in Constantine. Oh, Constantine. yes, he is. He plays the he plays the voodoo the voodoo uh, witch. Right behind John Wick, my favorite. Uh, he's in two movies getting released this year too. He's like huge this year. He has actually a, a, a he's really got a couple big roles coming up. He's got a really good catalog of stuff too. Like he uh, he was in Blood Diamond. He was the yes, I like him a lot. Yeah, Tommy Lee Jones. Tommy Lee Jones. Well, Two Face yep. from Batman. That's there's your, easy. There's your DC. So that's, that's the easiest that's it. DC one. And then Tommy Lee Jones is in Captain America. He is. Yep. Oh, I feel better about doing a podcast <laughs> about movies. Halle Berry. Uh, Storm. And fuck, because I just saw her in John Wick. That's all that's fresh in my mind. Oh, Catwoman. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the standalone yes, Catwoman. Catwoman. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, that yeah. also but so for yeah. bonus points what other Catwoman also played in the MCU Both MCU and DC <laughs> Michelle Pfeiffer Michelle Pfeiffer oh, I never as Catwoman one. and yeah. Hope yeah. Van Dyne yeah oh wow cool yeah, yeah. and that is way <laughs> she was in her mid 30s when I was born probably <laughs> yeah so. probably yeah. yeah she was uh, no this one's this one's cool I just typed in I literally just typed in movie trivia I don't know these answers either because you have to you have to literally pick what the movie is. Oh jeez. Ooh, actually, I wonder if I can put it on the laptop. Because <laughs> you have to pick. Yeah, a visual would help here, buddy. It picks. Well, if I did it on the laptop, you guys would literally see underneath the name. <laughs> oh, okay. Here. All right. All right. Uh, movie trivia. Is this it? Yeah. Okay. So this literally gives you an eh or a correct answer. Oh jeez. So we, we have to collectively put one answer. All okay. right. Okay. All right. What is the longest movie ever made? Uh, read the. I, I'm. I'm a little. Oh, uh, let's see if I can. Cure for in. insomnia, dances with wolves, The Stand, or Hamlet. The Stand is the longest one ever made. I can tell you that right now. I I concur. <laughs> no. Dances with wolves. Director's cut. Uh, it should give you the. Oh, did I have to zoom out? That should tell you what it is. Weird. Maybe, do you Try if you click another one. Does it? Tell yeah. You? What did? You, what was the other? I said dances said? with wolves. Holy shit. The Cure for Insomnia. What's The Cure for Insomnia? Made 1987, longest movie ever made, total running time of 85 hours. You know what? I've heard of this before. 
Cure for insomnia, but it'll put you to sleep, right? Oh, so it's just eighty. It's like one of those YouTube montages, of like. Okay, all right, all right, yeah, all right. It's all right. like forty-eight-hour loop of. I'm playing in theater He-Man. release, studio <laughs> movie, not some fucking self-help thing to make what you fall asleep. Al Jolson. Okay, you, sorry, you read it out, Denzel. Uh, what movie starring Al Jolson is generally considered to be the first talking picture? This is very obscure. I want to say the jazz. The jazz singer. I want to say the jazz singer. Ooh, look at that. What character in Monty Python and the Holy Grail insists that it's just a flesh wound? I believe it's Sir Lancelot. Oh, no, Black Knight. The Black Knight. Sad. Yeah, sorry, sorry. Because <laughs> the then he's wound. he's chopped one off, Your then you chop the other one off, and then he chopped the leg off. <laughs> Come on, you pansy. What? Oh, I got to zoom out just a little bit here. What was the first movie by Pixar to receive a rating higher than G in the United States? I think it's Incredibles. I said Monsters, Inc. I said Monsters, Inc. too. So we're going to go Monsters, Inc.? Well, you? it's two to one, but I'm still going to stand to Incredibles. Ooh. Oh, there we go. Oh, wow. Look well at you. Redemption. What was, it, what was your reasoning? Uh, only because it has a more... Like, Monsters, Inc., very not scary it's about monsters yeah bedtime guess, monsters yeah. but it's very cutesy wootsy toy story clearly there's no way no way unless yeah. tim allen dropped an f-bomb in the middle of doing the voiceover yeah <laughs> finding nemo come on find a scene in that movie so just where a it's process be, of elimination pretty much yeah what was but the I, first, what was, uh, yeah what was the first movie for which the cost of obtaining rights to the soundtrack outweighed all other production costs I want to say, say Clerks. I want to say Clerks too because I know he did it for thirty thousand dollars on credit cards. Was so tiny. Yeah. And I can't. And Blair Witch. Was there any music at all that they would have purchased? Well, okay. At the same time, done with a Steadicam. And I mean, if they wanted to buy some sort of obscure background music, it may have been but worth more than the, the production. Wall could value. also be really expensive buying it off Pink Floyd. That's true. Oh, shit. You know what? <laughs> the Wall. That's a really good. Call, you know what? Actually. Because Titanic <laughs> had her make the like Celine Dion wrote the song for the movie. Mm-hmm. So it's got nothing to do with buying the rights. So I bet you he's right. It's the wall. No. I met clerks. clerks then. <laughs> <laughs> it's just because the production cost was so low. Twenty-seven thousand for the songs and twenty-six eighty or eight hundred for the actual oh, music. Geez. Whenever someone asks him how to make a movie, he says, "Get a bunch of credit cards, max them out, and do whatever you want to do." Yeah, literally. Like, this is well. Now he can just be like, yeah, "Here, let me just let me now. just e-transfer you the amount." Uh, what film features a fight scene in which Bruce Lee breaks Jackie Chan's neck? It's between so, the Big Brawl and South Park. I can't. Yeah, I, I can't don't. It's not an either. actual. It's I, not Enter the Dragon or Game of Death because those are Bruce Bruce Lee movies, and I know Chuck Norris is in one of them. I believe it's Game of Death. No. Big Brawl? I, I want to say Big Brawl. South Park. I would have said South Park. Oh, come on. Really? <laughs> Enter the Dragon. A brief, uncredited cameo That's appearance. Why. Thank it's you. Yeah, because it's not part of the major story. <laughs> I'll argue that until I'm uh, who gives a shit about that done one? your podcast. She could who is the only Top Gun actor who didn't vomit while in the fighter jets? Cool. I say, I say. I Tom hope, Cruise. I hope Cruz and Kilmer both vomited. We know On Tom each Cruise. Other. Tom Cruise vomited and cried like a baby. <laughs> uh... Denzel, Denzel, ask Mark what he thinks about Tom Cruise. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go with John Stockwell. <laughs> I want to say Val Kilmer. I'm going Anthony Edwards. So I'm the host. <laughs> oh. oh! Plays Goose is the only actor who didn't vomit while in the fighter. Talk to me, Goose. Uh, Goose, we love you. I wanted to mention when we were recording, you hate Tom Cruise. I do. I hate 
Owen Wilson. Oh, there you the go. The same way you hate Tom Cruise. I don't know if you can hate him that much. Some, Owen someone, Wilson hasn't been around in as many movies someone as Someone says, Cruise. wow, and I immediately, <laughs> wow. my fists meet in this, my fingers <laughs> feet so meet interesting. like this, and I just want to punch them in their stupid mouth. Really? Yeah. Does that bother you? Is that your... The Tonsil's so hot. That, the see, Tonsil's so hot right now. Tonsil's very hot. See, but that's funny. Like, But if he's in a movie with someone, it's not horrible. Oh, You, me, and Dupree, eh? <laughs> Drillbit Taylor? I watched it, but I only watched it. Once upon, a time in, once upon a Time in Paris. No? Never Nothing? No? Okay. What's... Oh, Wedding God, process. we know this. In the heat of the night. Yeah, in That's the heat an of the night. One. They call me Mr. Tibbs. Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't tell you. <laughs> Ew, asbestos? Um, coconut um, flakes. I know. This is an old Hollywood story. I uh, want to say coconut flakes. I want to say asbestos. I would have said... Uh, oh, wow. Disgusting. Yeah, because after when all the like elves... Play, or the elves... The... the um, what are they? Little people, <laughs> um, dwarves, dwarves? <laughs> munchkins. munchkins. There we go. Yes, um, I believe that there's a story about how some of them got sick. In that era, they loved asbestos though, because it was fire retardant, right? Yes. So it's like, oh, we're gonna make some snow. Well, at least it won't burst into flames. Yeah. Well, little do they know <laughs> that if you inhale it, it's <laughs> a lot worse. Yeah. We'll do uh, one more page, sure, and then I'll let you guys plug what you want to plug, and then uh, we'll wrap up. Uh, which film earned Stanley Kubrick a Razzie nomination for Worst Director? Um, it's going to be a new one because Razzies aren't that old. So is Eyes Wide Shut on there? Yeah, that would be it. I'll zoom in a little oh. I, I how, was, on earth, how long have Razzies been around for? I don't know, but I was going to say The Shining because I really? don't like the rendition of The Shining. I'm with, yeah, there you go. What is it about that? That's a love hate. I find. I think The Shining is a, is a horrible take on the book. The book is so good. Stephen King even said it was. He Stephen hated King the movie, hates yeah. it. It's he said it's a it's a it's a beautiful Cadillac with no fucking motor in it. Didn't he write Doctor Sleep to like make up for it? Like yes, we need basically. to redeem everyone. And Doctor Sleep was so good. You you yeah. care so about Jack Torrance in the book? Mm-hmm. The movie The Shining. Doesn't yeah. it, it doesn't make me care about his character crazy. enough? I've heard to you wor- s- get worried about him going crazy. Like, I've heard you say this before. Yeah, I, and, I'm not a big fan. And I can see that because he's introduced as an angry recovering alcoholic taking you his family away to a cabin in the woods. Off, basically, you gotta, you gotta make me get emotionally invested in a character before I care about his his spiral into into craziness, madness. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 madness. yeah. It's it's same for all the characters. It's Breaking Bad. I needed to care about the character before. He goes and does what he does, and I don't think they made me care about him enough to begin with. Well, and he, Anyways, yeah, yeah, no, I, I digress. <laughs> Did you like the Joker? Yes, because just, I actually you, cared a little you bit cared about him. A little bit yeah. about him. Yeah, you felt bad, and then. But I think, and it's okay to talk about it now because it's won awards and it's been out forever. Oh yeah. I think the laugh and the story of the laugh makes you feel worse for him because he had to do it in public or he, because he because, has be, that disease. because he has that disease right like up until that point you're led to believe that the joker's laughing because he's maniacal and he enjoys he's it he's literally just sick <laughs> but he had his laugh before he was broken yeah so that is a really key piece to sympathizing you're right. with you're right. the joker in the I movie <laughs> because I would not feel bad for him if I knew that he didn't have some weird everyday affliction, right? Like, True, yeah. and then being beaten up for it because he's laughing at the most awkward situations. Yeah, I digress. Next time too. you watch it, Brian Callen makes a cameo. <laughs> the as, fighter and the kid as the 
shirtless guy talking to the mirror when they're all in the room and he mentions the gun. That's oh, <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> hmm, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, actually, you know what? Let me let me see if I can find it real quick. Because <laughs> everyone bugs him about how he's going to get an Oscar for it. <laughs> for being a stand-in? Well, you know, everyone's <laughs> like, that little this gets you an Oscar. <laughs> oh, award-winning performance. <laughs> God, he makes me laugh. Oh, why did you do that? <laughs> Wait for it. Not him. Oh, this is the room with all the clowns. Yes. This is where he goes crazy and thinks the guy offers him a gun. Yeah. Oh, there you go. There he is. Nope. Mr. Brian Callen. <laughs> Looks like a woman from the back, actually. <laughs> and that's what they also made fun of him for. <laughs> All right, let's get wow. back to this. What other questions you got here? Uh, what actor played school principal in E.T. only to have his scene cut when Spielberg decided that his presence would be too distracting? Uh, um, Burt Lancaster, Harrison Ford, Woody Allen, you got to go with a big Marlon character Miranda. there. I think it's Andrew. Harrison. Really? Yep. I would have voted Woody Allen. Only The only reason I'm saying that is because it's around the time... That's what I was trying to think that of. That Star Wars is coming out? That Star Wars and George Lucas found him on there you go wow. what did they find him on as a carpenter uh what's the movie it's that classic uh orange Old cover for, okay yeah yeah I you're talking about it just the timeline makes sense oh, that's, that's all it is. the force people oh, goodness oh boy um. <laughs> in ghostbusters what prompts dr peter venkman to say well there's something you don't see every well that well there's something you don't see every day goes with the gozarian no stay, stay puff, puff marshmallow it's man. stay puff marshmallow man 100%. On the roof. <laughs> well, there's yeah. something you don't see every day. Stay. What'd you do, Ray? What'd you do? You want to hear something dumb? I, to this day, 26 years on this planet, I thought it was the State Puff Marshmallow Man. <laughs> no. It is the Stay, stay Puff. Puffed. Stay Puff. Because they stay puffed. They stay puffed. And that makes way more sense. But I was like, State Puff. I'm like, well, they're in New York. So, like, State Puff makes sense. Yeah. Ah. Jesus. Well, there you go. The only move that me and my dad will repeat this line till we're dead. Oh, good pooch, you want a milk bone? <laughs> For all <laughs> intensive purposes, you're right. <laughs> uh, ooh, gozer, you old baby. All right. What ooh, what was William Shatner's Hollywood debut? Uh, what do we got here? Oh, Twilight oh. Zone? Judgment at Nuremberg, Star Trek, the Brothers... Karamazov or Karamazov? Yeah, I believe that's it. Twilight Zone. That's not, uh, yeah. Ooh. So you guys know your shit. <laughs> you guys just have to have a list of what you got to pick from. That's all. The script for what movie was written during shooting breaks on the set of Raiders of the Lost Ark? That's the first Indiana Jones, which I believe it's not Lost a ru- It's not Last Crusade because there's a big break in between. Temple of Doom and Raiders are close. I want to say Poltergeist. Really? Yep. We we cool with that? I mean, it's, I a, it's a hard guess, but... Yeah, that's a guess. I would have said E.T., but... Interesting. That's... I love Written it. between shooting breaks. I would give my left leg for e. that kind of creativity. No kidding, hey? line, right? Yeah, this I guess. Is, yeah. Yeah. Do you know what Candy missed the, the boat on uh, E.T. for getting all the publicity? What do you mean? Well, so... In E.T., he feeds him Reese's Pieces. Yeah. They, right? They didn't want the... M&M's food. passed on it, apparently. Oh, man. And Reese's bought into it. 
So it was originally supposed to be M&M's, but M&M's wouldn't pay the, the product placement fee. So they went with Reese's Pieces. Sidebar. Um, I have another sidebar, too. <laughs> <laughs> Judge, sidebar. Um, have you ever seen the documentary about the Atari game no. that they made for oh et oh my god no. the bearing of the atari game there's literally like a landfill with thousands of the see, et it, video game by a documentary yeah. yeah it's literally the worst video game ever made it's... and they just rushed it to production uh <sighs> to coincide with the movie and it was horrid so bad that they took all the copies of it and apparently put it in a giant landfill and... excavating the atari <laughs> et video game burial site true story buddy no no free ads <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, that's quite a story actually. The documentary on it and and why they rushed it to production and uh, no my I remember playing it. I actually had did it you really my Atari twenty six hundred. You just like walked around. It was horrid. And then fell into a hole in an abandoned dump in New Mexico. <laughs> oh yeah. And like the the climax of the movie is a guy with like a GPS trying to find where they may have buried it, and they dig up this landfill and end up finding like an entire area of. Atari cartridges. Dude, I have to watch this guy's in a DeLorean. What, would he be in anything else? I guess if he's hunting video games, obviously he's in a DeLorean. It's it's like an Area Fifty One. The guy doing the Naruto 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 <laughs> run. Yeah. <laughs> there he's it is. There it is, right there. Unbelievable. God damn it! I gotta watch that now. <laughs> well, I guess I know what I'm doing tonight. And they interview <laughs> all of the guys who made it, and they let one guy be in charge, and he was pretty head stubborn. That's insane. Yeah. There you go. Interesting movie. This facts. one might be common knowledge, but. In Wayne's world, they used Bohemian Rhapsody. Yes. He fought for that. They said, no, that's not a popular song on the radio. They wanted to use a popular radio song. I can't remember the song. I've heard this one. This yeah. is great. It, I, 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 and I love this. And then, so, they he pushes for it, pushes for it, pushes for it. And I'm pretty sure it became the number one song after that movie or something. They get, oh, made tons of money, that. blah, 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 right? It's like the Guardians of the Galaxy, all those songs, all those songs from Guardians of the Galaxy oh, are all yeah. like number one, one hits best for the next soundtrack soundtracks ever. ever. Anytime I have a party, that it's one, two, one and two just on repeat, yeah. all 20 songs. So then in Bohemian Rhapsody, yes. he plays the character that doesn't let Bohemian Rhapsody go on the radio. <laughs> he tells them to their face, this is not the this song is, we're going to this do. This is not a good really? song Mike for Myers? you. Yes. Mike Myers plays, plays the radio, the, the, the record exec. Yeah. They explain funny. it, and I'm like, oh, dude, I love when stuff like that happens. Right? That's my favorite shit when that happens. That's movie magic. Okay, we got a couple more trivias. Uh, what 1987 movie features the Partridge family house being firebombed? What do we have? Superman 4, Lethal Weapon, The Untouchables, and Lost Boys. What 1987? I, it's, what do you think? Lost Boys or Lethal Weapon? My vote's Lethal Weapon. I'm going to go We're with We're not Lost too Boys, old for this shit. I definitely too old for me. Lost, what do you think? Lost Boys. Yeah. No. No, it was Lethal Weapon. Damn it. <laughs> because it's uh, Murtaugh's house. Remember? Oh, it is? oh yes. Yeah. Uh, Cougar Ant. <laughs> it's like, yeah, like these, they're they're all staying there and he's got to get everybody to the house and Murtaugh's house blows up. No and it's because of Riggs. Is that when he's on the toilet? Yeah. <laughs> the bomb on the toilet. That's the bomb on the toilet. That's exactly that. Awesome. Okay, last one. In Alien, the blue laser lights used in the alien ship's egg chamber were borrowed from what band? Oh, I want to automatically just say Pink Floyd. 
Yeah, I kind of. That do sounds too. like that looks like something like the because it's just a level, right? And they, that's where the eggs are under that level. Yeah, right? they've always been uh, outside of the beaten path, so to speak. Yeah. So yeah, I go Pink Floyd too. Good enough. Ah, oh, um, damn it! Led then it was Led Zeppelin. Zeppelin. <laughs> then it's yes. <laughs> then it's the Who. It's the Who. Yeah, of course. All right then. That's actually really cool. I didn't know that that. Uh, well, it's like you guys were explaining the lightsaber was used from what, like car antennas and windshield wipers and <laughs> that windshield wiper ends made up the the bottom the grip, grip yeah. on Luke's original, on Luke Starkiller's original lightsaber. Yes. Oh wait, did you know that that was originally written as Luke Starkiller, a story of Star Wars? Was that the original title? No, I actually didn't. Title? Didn't. There was originally when it was being written, it was a movie, and he he entitled it Starkiller. And then it, it morphed into what you see, but it was, I just read that as a fun fact about it, but it actually originally was called That's, Luke Starkiller. Yeah, that, I would have never wanted to, like Star Wars is such a better yes. title. And then it morphed into what it became. But yeah. Unbelievable. Was being written. Well, the, the whole kill-off scene in um, the first one was hidden from the cast. So when... Kill-off scene. Obi-Wan. Oh, Obi-Wan dies. Besides ages since I've seen and then, and then Darth Vader's reveal was hidden from the cast. Darth Vader's reveal was hidden from the cast. So the canon Empire. What they said was the person in the suit of Darth Vader said the line, Obi-Wan killed your father. But then they voiced over James Earl Jones oh, on the final cut. Way scene. after the fact. Yeah. Unreal. I am your father. Yeah. Or is it, is it I'm your it's father? Luke, I am your father, as opposed to Obi-Wan is your father. And they everybody came in, did their lines, cut scene. Go to the room, loop in, wow. and then everyone went, "What the fuck?" You know what? To be fair, I always thought it was James Earl Jones in that suit. And the line isn't so "Luke, I'm your father." Everybody says it that way. That's, yeah, that's what I was gonna say too. I yeah, think that's it's, wrong. Isn't I'm it? your father. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the uh, Mandela. No! That's the Mandela effect. Yeah. Yes. Berenstein and Berenstein. You want to fall down a? Yeah, you want to <laughs> fall down a rabbit hole? <laughs> Google that. Yeah, Jujubes you know much, or Jujubes. <laughs> yeah. I how much YouTubing I have to do after this? Oh, my God. Those are my favorites, though. Oh, I'll be up till one in the morning. Anyways, we could do shows. like a six-hour yeah. show oh, here. Fuck yes. we, we should do a real talk on Bear on Mandela. A real talk on the Mandela. The Mandela effect. <laughs> sure. I'll bring on. No, I don't know who we bring. On. We'll bring on all the mispronounced movie titles. Mm-hmm. And we'll just figure out what people say versus. And we'll all we eat. Just... We'll all eat Jiffy peanut butter. You know what we should do? <laughs> <laughs> I like Skippy. I, I'm lazy. We should do. If you guys are down for a real talk, if you guys are struggling, we should do your, like, we all find a list of, like, 10 background movie secrets, and we just, that Reddit feed? Yes. We should just yes. go through that Reddit feed for an hour. Yeah, no, I, th those are conversation starters for days, because someone's going to know something, and it's always those little, to, like, there's a, there, there are paintings of scenes from the first Star Wars that they filmed up close on an angle that you think are stormtroopers in 100%. in the base like you can go online and google the artist who made the paintings you'd never know they're so lifelike and the way he angled them did you know that at the beginning of star wars the the words that come up the screen are actually yellow letters on a giant clear yeah. piece of it's of like, it's a it's a plastic it's like and they actually yeah, yeah. and the and the camera panned up it to make because now that we can do it on our phones they couldn't do it at the time so they actually had to do like a real effect those are the Mavericks, man. Those are the guys who made shit <laughs> so that they could make shit. Yep. Fourth floor Tory department. What are we? What is this? Oh, modern <laughs> modern, modern film. I've seen. Is this the one where he's on the edge? And he's like, yeah. And they they show the three dimensions. Yeah. Oh, no, I've. Chaplin. I hope they actually show it though. Yep, there it is. And then they'll pull out from this scene. 
it's depth perception is really all it is. Well, you see those the sidewalk chalk drawings. That yeah, people oh, do like that. Good, that yeah. yeah, totally mess with you. Oh my god, he's blindfolded! Holy shit! Is there a big reveal? Do, at do the they end show of how they do it? Oh shit! It's actually the scene. It's the scene. But right when he goes to the edge there, like that that lip with that banister around the edge, that's just a film. Oh, here, here it is. This yeah, is it. this is easier to to tell. So out he goes. Oh my goodness! Right? How good is that though? Unbelievable! And that is the genius of a director knowing that in his head he's like, okay, if we make this clear screen with this one piece, and we adjust the depth of the set far enough mm. it will look like what we're wanting to obtain well that's just like how magicians do their street magic they're zoomed in on this but there's no one it's all about misdirection around. man yeah <laughs> that was also a really big effect they use in, in uh, kaiju and kaiju movies right like godzilla oh they build a yes. yeah yeah, yeah, they yeah. Do the referencing between them all it's yeah. really important like the people with the giant in the background but... i don't like the word kaiju because pacific rim started it and then now Godzilla is being called kaijus. I'm like, they're more. They should pick a different word. Well, so in in Japanese history, with big monster movies, are called dai kaiju. Oh, is the Japanese okay. term for them? And then Pacific, Pacific Rim stole the term kaiju because that was to the first time I ever heard of it. He knows his kaiju. kaiju are the actual big monster movies. Oh yeah. With like it started back. Like, oh, it's an actual Japanese. It's genre. a Japanese genre. Yeah. Is dai kaiju yeah. a large creature? Attacking cities and stuff, and it's uh, the scaling that was used mm -hmm. was what made it what it was. Yeah, so we did. We, oh yeah, I remember that. And we're back like nothing happened. <laughs> nothing <laughs> did happen. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only problem is when you're doing two. If you cut on here, that's still going. Yeah. Uh, and then like, yes. God damn it, I gotta scroll through an hour forty-seven. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. okay. Uh, I'll let you guys plug what you want to plug. Um, cause I honestly, I could sit here till two in the morning and we can talk movies, but all my equipment's going to die by yeah. then. No. <laughs> <laughs> and this, this in and of itself is the basis of what our podcast and literally, is. Yeah. That's yeah. Is yeah. People yeah. get together and talk stupid shit about movies, things that interest you, mm -hmm. weird little effects, mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. Everybody does that, right? People sit around with drinks at a party talking about you know, no, uh, he, he was a better Batman than he was, right? Val Everybody Kilmer does that, is right? The greatest Batman. Exactly. That's that's it, where it came from. He touches on such a good point because in our bio on all of our stuff, it's like, have you ever been to a party where you like movies are the easiest conversation to have? Movies, music, television, art, four very easy social lubricant style conversations. Politics, religion, that, finance. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. You, 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 yeah. <laughs> But, but like you see something with the new Joker getting released. How many people that are listening to this podcast are sitting around and go, "Oh, did you see Joaquin Phoenix's Joker? Morbius. You think he's better than think he's better than Nicholson? Oh, I don't know. You know, yeah. Wait, Caesar Romero. You know, you know, we literally opened with Morbius. Like, what do you think of Morbius? Like, yeah. how many people in the world are doing more like talking about Morbius right now? <laughs> you forgot to mention Geraletto was a DC. That wasn't on the list. Marvel but you're right. Flash. That's a good call. Yeah, yeah Joker and Morbius. Yeah, <laughs> um, Keaton. Yeah. Batman and Vulture. But yeah, like his... his <laughs> Some were more obvious. That was a very obscure list. That's kind of why I picked it. Plug, plug your shit. What yeah. you guys... Well, I mean, yeah. So if you want to find the Real Debaters, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter. Uh, just search Real Debaters, at Real Debaters, but it's R-E-E-L. 
Like a, like a movie, movie reel. Like a movie reel. Actually, quick little, your theme song, my favorite theme song of any podcast I've ever heard in my entire life. Why, uh, thank you. It makes me so happy. <laughs> I did jazz kind of. Yeah, oh, yeah. I searched big band and talk shows on Pond 5. That's where I That's where I bought it. So I wanted something Funky. that was like Colbert and David Letterman, like come out and do a little bit of a shtick. Oh, it's so good, yeah. It's, it's, it, it's long, too. It's like three minutes long. Oh I just, great! So yeah, you I, just cut it to thirty. I seconds just cut it to thirty yeah. seconds in the front and cut it, the ass end at the back, and that's that. Um, so yeah, you can find us Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Just search the Real Debaters or Real Debaters. Either or will bring you to us. Uh, we're on Apple, Spotify. Our home base is Podbean. Podbean. Um, if you want to reach out to us and you like the show and you want to talk to us about it, you want to give us pointers about what we should talk about. Or you have an idea, you can email you us. See your idea featured. Yeah, like we'll credit you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so if you listen to this and you think we should argue something, you'll get credit for it. Nice. We'll ask you about your thoughts on it. We'll talk about your answer on the show. So it's 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 a game. And it's that, turning into a game. I really it's, like that. Yeah, 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 that's cool. It, it's it's not off limits to How you know. To get the listener involved. We got some big things happening in 2020. We do. Um, uh, Mike mentioned earlier. We got some real debate, our real talk stuff coming out where we do uh, some deep dives into the local movie industry. That's cool. With some insider experts, and then we got some stuff planned out uh, for later on in the year that we might uh, do some tie-ins with some local stuff. Yeah. Well, one of the big ones some is Comic Con stuff. Maybe we're trying to get into comic-con right now to be the podcast at comic-con so anybody and their dog yeah yeah anybody and their dog i was so bummed when comic-con didn't happen this year i was like well i guess i gotta do my grocery my christmas shopping elsewhere like that is 100 percent in the works it's not confirmed yet like we're we're still meeting with people and finding out like how it will best work i wanted i want to do their story on the show i want yeah, to do a real talk about the winnipeg comic-con and then we're gonna go the idea is to go and have a booth just be in the middle of the f- of, of yeah. wherever they want to put us and we like and to go cast when we're there and have people sit in on us and get a whole bunch of artists real and cosplayers and, yeah, who knows who wants to sit down and talk to us for 10 or lou ferrigno right? if they say yes <laughs> like any Ron Perlman yeah, every and, yeah. <laughs> anybody who wants to so that that's an idea but we're gonna we want to get fingers crossed yeah fingers, fingers crossed, crossed. Well. So, um, but yeah, so you can, you can check us out on all those, uh, like I said, Apple, Spotify, Podbean, Google Play Music, uh, we're everywhere. iHeartRadio, Stitcher, tune in. If you, uh, if you can't if, find us, you have an issue. You, it's a real big issue. <laughs> yeah. um, and as always with every guest, all their information will be in the podcast description. You can click on the links below. Thank you so much for coming over, gentlemen. Thank, Thank you, you for, for having me. Thank you for having me. On your podcast this last week it's where we pleasure. discussed the body, uh, the body, I was going to say bodybuilding. Uh, the body bodyguards <laughs> with Joanne McLeod and Hal Johnson. Hal Johnson. Shit, I <laughs> That's thank you for coming on and showing us how it's done. Yes. yes thank I, you for thank you for beating us at our own game. <laughs> I really, we love giving really, away the award to the guest. That's I the really, best part. I really, really wanted to come on and just like hammer it, make no loose ends. I wanted it to be like a clear choice winner, and I'm glad I won. So. Um, I didn't drop the email. So um, therealdebaters at gmail.com. Right. That's the R-E-E-L. Yep. Debaters at gmail.com. Uh, when you leave tonight, send me all the yes, information sure, and yeah. stuff, and then I can. It's just so easy for me to slot it all in the podcast. Okay, uh, thanks for coming over, guys. Thanks for having us, man. Thanks. It was a blast.